Okay. Uh. We're live. Uh. And we're back live. <clears throat> what I'm is episode seven? What? Episode seven? Yes. Yeah. Seven. Justin? Ah. <clears throat> uh. I've been watching that TikTok way too much. Yeah. Dude. He's cracked at four and I, my guy. Tonight is the night mm. we find out the next multi-millionaire multi, in the United States. Multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Maybe not, though. Maybe oh, not. Yeah. Maybe not. Kick it up even more. Don't, I doubt it. Don't get me excited. Bro, if it doesn't, get, if it doesn't hit tonight, it goes over a billion. We'll all be back in the same spot next week, this time. Mm-hmm. Saying the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. January 19th. So to uh, start the podcast, what are y'all going to do if you win? I think cash payouts estimated six hundred and twenty-seven million. Something insane. Yeah, that's um. Ooh, man. Mm. <sighs> well, number one, everybody here is going to be real happy. Real yeah. happy. Mm. Yes. Take care of my family. Pay all their uh, shit off. Well, we've made a pact. We have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a pack. Here at the Smoke Break Podcast, we have a pack. We pinky sweared the spit, whole shebang. Spit on it? We did. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to be rich, bitch. I'm rich, bitch. Yeah. I'm rich, bitch. I cannot even begin to tell you what I would do on the podcast. We would get banned. Uh... We would have the most high-end equipment and then get banned. Mm-hmm. I'm rich, bitch. Damn. Well, that's what I would do. Those effects. You like that? Yeah. Y'all. That's big time. Big tough. That's what we're doing here. Come correct. Come correct. <clears throat> if I want six hundred million, I'm coming correct forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming correct. The rest, correct the rest every of my life. Day of my life. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. I will wake up coming correct. Oh, for sure. I, you know, okay, so I would first off, I would do the good things, right? I would get the good stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. I would fill up every food bank, every foster kid who the parents can't afford to adopt, adoptions, done. Yeah. After that, I'm, I'm buying. Living I'm gonna, my best life. I'm I'm doing whatever the fucking yeah. wherever the wind takes me, kitten. I'm whatever, you, yeah. I'm disappearing for I don't know three to six weeks, and I'm doing some depraved, crazy, whatever I want. Yeah, so I would definitely be buying a mini. So every, I would just buy. I would buy the box. What are the sweets? I would buy like two or three suites at the Raven Stadium. Season ticket, the mm, highest yeah, yeah. level you can get. The highest level. Or like locker room access. Where you get to like make decisions with the owner. I don't even, I, there's just, I just don't even know. That's probably what I would do. I would pay everybody's shit off first. All yeah. the people I care about. Take care of the people that need to be taken care of. And like I said, we got a pact. So... Yeah, blow a lot of money. Y'all stand true on that. My shit's taken care of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we pinky swear. You can't yeah. break a pinky promise. No. <clears throat> no. No. Yeah, it's... Mm. 
$600 million. Somebody do the math on that. If I gave somebody a thousand, let's say a hundred grand a day, how long would it take for me to give you six hundred million dollars? Sixty days. You th- you think so? Right. For what? If you give them a hundred thousand dollars a day, right? Ten days would be a million. Yeah. Six so sixty days would be million. sixty million. So six hundred days. Two 600, years. So two years at a hundred grand a day. That math's correct, right? Yeah. More or less? Sure. Sounds correct. Or you could look at it as you get $100,000 a day to blow. Yeah. yeah. For, what do we say, two years? Yeah. <clears throat> two years, hundred grand a day. A I would, day. I would also have years. to get me a money guy oh, yeah. or woman, whatever. Money person. Yeah. Uh, to help me manage. Because that's <laughs> yeah. a lot of fucking money. Because they, they had a show at one point about People that won the lottery. Yeah, that just destroyed their lives. Yeah, and they were terrible drug addicts and broke. I've seen people win that, blow their... I've seen an episode or two where people will win like this huge sum of money. Mm -hmm. They'll blow it all and then win it again. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. That's happened. People who win, blow it, and then win again. What kind of stupid fuck do you have to be? To blow through millions of dollars and then blow it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, I could oh, see yeah. someone blowing through a million dollars. You'd have to be six hundred. This million? stupid fuck sitting in this chair right now, because that's what would happen to me. Not me. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I would have. I'm you. telling you right now, I would have a money, a money person. Oh fuck yeah! I would take out money that I could fuck around with for like ten years and yeah. be like, "You take the rest. Do what needs to be done." Boom. Oh yeah. Period. I definitely set up some revenue bringing side hustles. I would, I would make sure that I, my money made money. I put Bro, it that yeah. way. Or at smoke least break, smoke break podcast would be like smoke break island. How sick would that be, bro? Dude, we could we could have a fucking podcast where people come and visit and just hang out on the island. Yeah, you could sunbathing's over there. <laughs> <laughs> What? Sunbathing. Sunbathing. He's a sunbathing's over there. I'm about to look up what a small island costs. Bro, your face is what got me. I think he said sunbathing is over there. Man. Spa days you, that way. I'm telling you, I would have a fucking water park. Yeah. Okay. So definitely buying an island. Yeah. Because it says uh, Google. Prices can range from approximately U.S., one million to three million for smaller islands, and upwards of seventy-five million for much larger islands over two hundred acres. What's seventy-five million? Uh, two hundred acres in a small island. Six hundred and twenty-some million dollars. It would be a resort. People could come visit me. You can pay to come visit. Island. Yeah, thank yeah. You got two hundred fifty acres. Two. I mean, twenty bucks a head. Come, come. It's the Bro. cheapest resort in the world. Bro, you can yeah, buy. Yeah, but you gotta fly to get there. I mean, dude, but if you, you had an island, what would cost you is having supplies brought in. It you know, could. You would run Probably. through money there. It could, but not too ahead. much money. How many people would come to the island for twenty bucks? Bro, you can buy an island off of Turks and Caicos for twenty five k. Oh well, really? Here we go. A small hmm. island. I would call the yacht place and be like, "Hey, Carnival." Come come. Come come. Come, 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 Princess Keys, kiss my ass. Listen, Trevor you better Island. come correct. You better come correct. 
to hey to, Carnival. Uh, if you're coming, come correct. It'd be I'd call it. It'd be his name would be Ti Trey Rowland. Oh, <laughs> wow, dude! First of all, I would co- for like wow. Another thing I would that I would be. I would be on the phone tomorrow. That may be mor- trademarked. <laughs> Probably. I would be on the phone tomorrow morning and be like, "Listen here, I'm calling every CEO in the world in the in the United States. First off, Elon Musk. Hey, I need to talk to Elon. How much to get me to fucking moon? The moon? To moon? To moon? How much to get who? me to the moon? To moon who? That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I show you moon right now for free. Don't do that. Oh, free. How much Elon would it take to get me to the moon? If he gives me like a hundred K, I want three trips. I don't even know. It'd be more than that. I'd probably be more expensive than that. Well, I remember seeing something a while back about when they were, when it was being talked about the space travel stuff, like commercial space travel tickets would be like 500,000. Oh, it's nothing. Nothing. That's a cakewalk. Hundred thousand. I can take my whole fucking family, your family, your family. I would we just go at one point five. I would just pay to have rich, powerful friends. Yeah, I, will I think that's how it works anyway. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, some people earn it, but you know, when you got money, you attract money if you're in the right setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in the case of winning the lottery, you attract really bad family, friends, <laughs> etc. Everybody comes out the of the woodworks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that girl you dated in your freshman year in uh, high school shows up. Sixth I'm, grade. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Sixth grade girlfriend. You probably have fucking thirty kids you'd never oh, heard of. Fuck yeah. The a sixth grade girlfriend that you dated because you mashed like you know the mash game with a little paper. Yeah. Oh, you matched up on the little paper game. She's and you coming were like, back with that shit. Yeah. She's come, she's got the paper still, motherfucker. She's coming back. Whether it's real or not. She's coming it's back. It's fucking photocopied. Thing. It is fucking laminated and it's ready to come correct. Oh yeah. She thirsty. I'm like, man. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I I would I mean, there's no telling what people would what excuse they would come up with as to why they needed the money. That's why I would not say a Fucking word. North well, I Carolina. Think hate it for you, buddy. But they disclose they, it. Yeah, they, they open it. The they, only yep. state in the U.S. that doesn't is South Carolina, I think. Well, you know what I would you do? Remain anonymous. Yeah, I don't, I'd tell can't. them the wrong fucking name. Uh, uh, how would you get the check cashed? I'd change it. <laughs> He'd change his name. I'd be like, my name is Mister Manhattan. No, I would. Uh, <laughs> I would fully accept them exposing me, and then I would do the Dave Chappelle. I'm rich, bitch. I'm like rich, right bitch. Yeah, yeah. Fuck I, all y'all. I'm out. <laughs> well, you know there would be cam like newspaper news vans and oh, shit God. all over the damn. Like the old video, cocaine and hookers. Cocaine and hookers. Bro, I would be like, they'd have to find me. I wouldn't be here. No, no, no not I'd for disappear. long. Not for long. I mean, we could zoom in. Like I would zoom call in, Billy. Like, hey, it's me, motherfucker. I'm out. Set your um, computer up so they can see you. Once I think I got enough in my lowly yeah. bank account to get out of town oh, and yeah. wait for my check. Yeah, for sure. Now, well, they don't disclose you for like ninety days or something, sixty oh, days. It's a couple time. months. That's by weird. that by We're, that time, I'm an alcoholic drug addict. We're yeah. good. Why could, do they no, have I to? Could, why do they have to disclose you? It's legally they're required to. The apparently, process. that's dumb. That's I don't, dangerous. Yeah, don't See, quote me so. on the, how long it takes for them to disclose you, but they 
after a certain period of time, they do. It's public That's, information. I'm a very private person. Like, even this podcast freaks me out a little. Like, that's, I, I don't, not that we're huge yet, big yet. $500 million, might be. We'll pay to be the biggest motherfuckers out saying. there. I'll pay you to quit podcasting. Like, Joe Rogan, we love you. We look up to you. Time to go home. Fuck you. No, I'd be I, like, I don't think I'd say fuck you. No, I would just buy, like, I would be like, Joe, we have to be a fixture on your podcast. Here's a million. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he would do it for a million. I don't know. He I would probably pay. We won the lottery. He'd probably do it for cheap. I would probably pay upwards of $20 million. Like, let's hang out for a week. Be on your podcast and hallucinate. Yes. No, I would pay for a trip with Joe to go to fucking wherever, South America, and do an ayahuasca ceremony. Yeah. With Joe Rook. Can you imagine? Bring Mike Tyson too. Yeah. Duncan Trussell. Or or with six hundred million. Put on your own pay per view fight. Get with Dana. Put on your own fight. Stack your own car. Oh my God. Sit with Joe and Mike. Oh. Jesus. Have Snoop Dogg there. <laughs> to officiate. I, I like the way he uh well not officiate, but narrate. Officiate. Officiate, yeah, officiate. It came out with the pants in the crib, Ma. Drop yeah. him like a hog. <laughs> Bro, it would be some wild shit. And I like Trevor's idea earlier. I'm walking into Area 51 with my wiener out and millions of dollars. Come here, tall gray. Yeah. Hey, I want to know the secrets. I don't want to tell anybody. I just want to fucking know. Yeah. I just want to know. You could, I will sign whatever. You could take samples from wherever on me you need to to keep bug, it a secret. You can probe my butt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want to bug my care. house? Just give me the secrets. Are you going to hear me say is, oh. Oh, Justin. That's it. He's cracked at Fortnite, my guy. That's all you'll hear. I think we're Because I'm cracked at Fortnite. We're a little behind on the times. It would be real, though, because that, that's what I, I would want to really help people, but I would also really want to do some wild yeah, shit. Yeah, I would oh, definitely, yeah. out of the gate, I want to get my karma right yeah. for how deviant I was going to be for the next several weeks. Well, plus for just winning it, you're like, I, I won this for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Things no. don't just happen. Oh, I 100% yeah, agree. Like, yeah. it, like, not necessarily uh, predestination, but things do happen for a reason. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly believe. So then I'm going to be like. If were to win that money, it would be, part of that would be because we could help somebody. Yes. Somehow, some yeah. way. I don't know what that would be yet. I'm sure that if we won that money, we would figure something out rather quickly. But like I said, I would be, I, there would be. Even if it was just in North Carolina, there would be no more ghettos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I would, I, I would have six hundred million dollars. Yeah. That, but that's pushing it. No, you could do a lot. You could do. You could definitely you do, do a lot. lot. I'd start with uh, like you could listen. Hear me out here. Start the with reason, our town. Hear me out. That's why I said North Carolina. Okay. Hear me out though. You could take people from uh, the ghettos is because it's so close together. Right, if you took people and said, "I'm buying up all these acres of land, right, or wherever these plots of land, and just put little houses on them," yeah, they don't have to live in the ghetto anymore. Well, I think uh, you start small. That way, it, so your money makes money. Then you can con- continually do these things. Because I don't you know? want to be investing in a corporation 
like we've talked about so many times. Yeah. This is going to suck the money up. No, you start your own thing. Invest your money appropriately so that you your money makes money, and then you can put that money that you're profiting into that whatever it is you've done so that over the years it continually helps. And I know I agreed with that earlier when we were talking about it. Here's the deal. For me, now that I think about it, you get 620-some million. Let's just say after charity, after blowing a bunch of money, at the end of the day, you got $100 million to live on. The rest of your life. If I blew through $100 million, You deserve to be broke. I deserve to be broke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, my problem with like charities and stuff is that obviously it's a good, it's a good cause. But I don't feel if I'm, you know, of course I would donate to charity, but I would not want to spend the majority of it donating to charity. I would want donate some and then try and figure something out that can kind of support itself and continue on so that it's not like, well, I helped a hundred people out. That's great. If you do it wisely, maybe you could help a thousand people out. Well, well, that's, that's what charities do. Make though. a foundation. Yeah. A foundation will. self-sufficient. And, and, but I want, but I want to be at the forefront of this whole thing to see where the money's going. Well, and that's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to donate to a charity and not no. be able to see. Start your own thing. Not really, not know the ins and the outs and, and the, who's part of it, where it's going. I would start my own thing. Right. So yeah. I would know exactly where that money is going to and who it's helping. Yes. Well, yeah. So you could see it too. Yeah. Maybe that's a better way to phrase it. You so know I what I'm saying? So you could see, you know, a town cleaning up or whatever, you know, you don't want to see. Yeah. You know, people struggling. I think y'all are much higher moral individuals than I am. I think you I would think be surprised. You, I think you would surprise yourself. I think if that money hits you, I think you would. I think after, you would. After yeah, but a I, month I don't and know if I would do escapade? like uh, foundations and stuff. I think some, I think you would wake up one day and and after your month and a half disappearance, yeah, and you're or longer probably going to have a, a six month hangover. But you would wake up one day and be like, damn. That might put you in the I fucking think, hospital. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Not I would have that. a small hospital in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck going to the hospital. I'm going to have one bedroom just with well, uh, intravenous. Well, let's be honest. Listening, this guys. Is, at this point, a, it's all. He needs a nurse. He needs a CNA yes. and a doctor. And he'll pay you. And, and an X-ray. And an X-ray technician. And an X-ray yep. tech. All of it. X-ray a, machine. Probably a dental hygienist just to be safe. I would blow that money. <laughs> yeah. Chiropractor. Oh, Randy would every day. Or every morning. Every, every morning, morning I would up. get Cairo. He'd get a massage. I would come downstairs, get cracked, With a happy up, cracked up. Whoa. I would never jerk off again. Whoa. <laughs> ever. Never, ever. Ever. Never ever. jerk off again. Ever. Yeah, you would. No. I'd pay somebody to do it for me. <laughs> never have to touch my dick. I wouldn't even have to piss. <laughs> Bro, hold my dick while I pissed. He would, he would have a, he would have like the most lifelike doll. Oh, you, you nah, know he would. I don't get into that. No. Okay. Negative. Yeah. Right. Hundred thousand well, dollars. I could, I could get one. This bitch will talk dirty to you. I could you. get one. That way, when all the money ran out, I just have it. Yeah. yeah at least you talk have your hundred thousand dollar doll that'll talk. Say, slap me harder or something. Say. Uh-huh. 
Uh, it's hard to say what I do. This is <laughs> it's fun. This is fun all conjecture. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fun to think about. Who knows what you would really do if you got a check cleared? Is it gonna happen? Half a billion dollars. Probably not. No. Oh hell no. Odds are against us. But it's a lot of fun. It's a it lot is, of fun. It's to cool think to think about. about. Like I said, because the idea that you no longer have to live the same monotonous life that you've thought your whole life. Oh yeah. Stuck the freedom in. of money. You're never ever gonna be any more I mean, any well, less than what you are now. <laughs> You know, of course, you can progress and do better. But you won't be constricted about, by the fucking stress right. of money. And well, you're look not going to be constricted by classism either. No. Money doesn't buy happiness. No. But sure shit it helps. makes misery a lot more bearable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I think, like, you know, a lot of the, um, like, these people that are, like, I don't, I don't know, that, that live these, like, they're rich people, and they live these like less than lower than their means. Well, I don't know how to put this. Like they seem so outgoing. I don't know what rich person seems like that. Never mind. Uh, bad, I, bad, bad analogy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but what? It's like, would you be that happy and nice if you didn't have shit? If you live the life oh, like everybody yeah. else does. Well, it's, it's, it's the same on the opposite end for me. Like, you see all these super wealthy people. I'm unhappy. I'm, I'm depressed. Yada, yada, yada. To me, the majority of them never had to struggle. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Almost 30 years on this earth, <laughs> I hit $600 million. I ain't never going to be depressed again. No. no. But I've struggled. No. I've seen the struggle, you know. You don't realize what you got till you have it if you were wealthy before. You never struggled. Yeah. Of course, you're not going to find happiness in it. No. Yeah. Now, will I find happiness in the depravity and I think drugs it brings along hooliganism? other concerns, different concerns. Not forever. Though. So, for example, you know, if you had six hundred million dollars, you wanted to go run around, have a good time, whatever. You can't really settle down with anybody. You got too much damn money. Everybody wants your damn money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'd find somebody fuck down with after a while. That would be my that would be my scare. You know, I'm married, so I don't give a shit. But if I wasn't and I had all that money, I'd be scared that every bitch just wanted my money. You don't want me. It's okay. You got six hundred million fucking dollars. I mean that's That's long, true. I guess as long as they sign a prenup. Yeah. And no I mean I'm I'm okay. You're just with me for the money, but if you're dating a fucking well, like literal supermodel. supermodel. I guess that's true. Like that's a good point. I, I can mean, settle with you? that. I can be at peace with that. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm wonder, just saying <laughs> I wonder how many wives Warren Buffett's had. Hmm, that's a good question. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Over under? Um, Four. Ah, that's what I was going to say. I'll take under. Because I bet you he's all about his money, so he didn't get married a bunch. Two. Ah, I got the under. Yeah. Zion. That's better than some broke people. Bro. Yeah, really? <laughs> you tell me about it. <laughs> rich people either I know have some a some Burke County of- motherfuckers working on five. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you ain't wrong. So, now, can you imagine know. getting married five times? There's pastors working on ten. Marriage? I mean, <laughs> marriage, <laughs> maybe. Divorce and separate? No. No. Five times? Fuck that. Well, at that point, you're not just, you're not really getting legally divorced. You're just like, here's money. Don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to really fight shit in court. It's like, well, actually, they would try to get you for as much as they could. So, 
Maybe yeah, I'm wrong there. But if you got that much money, you can pay your lawyer. You don't even have to do anything with it. You just True. Him True. It. You got six hundred million. Yeah, I go get married in Vegas, divorce the woman, buy an Elvis uh, impersonator. Next week. Oh, I would. For sure, I would. Hundred percent. I'd get married in Vegas, probably to a less than moral woman. Okay. Prostitute. <laughs> Um. Wow. <laughs> and then have to Setting get it the bar annulled. high. Yeah, yeah. Then have to get it annulled very quickly. Right. Yeah. Just for the experience of getting married in Vegas to an Elvis person. You but know with, what? Yeah, from bringing home whatever it is you'll bring home. It would be interesting. Stays to see. in Vegas. That's the adage. Somebody goes out there, right? And they're like, "Man, I'm gonna get married." Elvis impersonator. No. You hire a private eye. To find the real Elvis, if he's still because he's out there somewhere. He's out there. <laughs> if conspiracy. If he's still alive, he's with Tupac. If Elvis <laughs> is still alive, you find him. He he officiates marriage, and you set aside. Here's twenty million dollars in an account. You bring me proof of Elvis and Tupac. Money's yours. And then you think somebody devote their whole life to? Oh yeah, for twenty million dollars, probably. Because you you know there's got to be somebody that believes well, at six hundred million six hundred million dollars you're like twenty million that ain't shit for oh. somebody who's never ever had more than a two thousand dollars in their savings you say twenty million in there you know there yeah Randy was in pri- Randy was a private eye yeah and would I have taken that you're <laughs> damn right yeah they say hey buddy give me a million up front buy my equipment I'll find him twenty yeah I'll find him if I'll he's him. out there. I'll find him. I'll find him. I finds him. That's and what then, I'm so then, and then I'd never look for him. I just live on a million dollars. He he yeah. he marries you, right? If you find this Elvis, he marries you. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that officiates the marriage. Then you have uh, what if he's not an ordained minister though? Mm. Well, you got well, you can do that online. Make that happen. Yeah, you can do that online. So he, you do the online thing, right? He's an ordained pastor at this point, or minister, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then you mar- you get married by Elvis. Crazy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The real Elvis. You'd have to have video, because no one would ever fucking believe this. No. You'd have to have DNA samples. How old would he be? <laughs> well, he died in, what, 77? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So that's And he was in his almost. 40s, right? Something like that. So he'd be in early, early 40s. Yeah. No, he might have been 50. Nah, he wasn't in his 50. Over under? Under 45. I think it was 48. Okay. You might be right. I don't know, though. Garth's probably right. 1935 to 1977. We'll do the fucking math. I'm not going to say here and do that math. Really? 30 and 45, 55, well. 65, 75. 42. I was right. Okay. Randy was right. Ooh, that makes you two. 42. 42. Hey, that makes two. Maybe we're on something with so, this fucking hey, fireball. Hey, birds of charm. Yeah, I, I ain't guessing no more <laughs> till the yeah, fucking be, mega millions like, are in. Over 80 years old right now. See, but that's not How old that's not unbelievable. Well, if he died in 77 at 42, it's 2021 now. 2017 would be 40 years. Did he die in 77? So he'd be like 50, or 80, let's see. Almost 90. Plus, what, four? So I don't know, like you're the math guy. 86? That's what? not unbelievable. Uh, Bro, Betty White's up. getting ready to turn 99. She's a very She's a small female. She's a freaking nature. I love Betty White. Yeah, we well, need to 80, keep her in 80 glass is the ca- new 60 glass case. almost. You know what I mean? 80 is the new 60? Yeah. People live. Oh, <laughs> fuck! Older and older. You stupid ass. 
Living, maybe living. You might 60s. not be happy. What's wrong? You might not be comfortable <laughs> shitting in fucking diapers. I mean, I don't know at about eight years old, you don't. You're not necessarily shitting some in are. Diapers. Yeah, some, some are. are. There are, and there are some that aren't. Depends on genetics. How uh, and my how. grandpa didn't. So, pop, pop. I don't. All my family's passed away young, for the most part. So, I, I don't think I've had any. Memo Dixie might have made it over eighty. Well, very early eighties. Now I had a, my Memo Bear. Uh, she lived to be a hundred and twelve. Jeez. Well, nice. the longevity. She, she, now at eighty, she was still raising a little garden, had chickens and I mean, knots. Shit. My, look, look at my my grandmother. But that's look that's that mountain-fed, organic. Like she's Forty. Yeah. Well, Pop was eighty, going to the gym. Yeah. On the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, raised chickens, raised a garden, etc. I think Pop liked to go to the the gym on the get on the treadmill to look at the ladies. He got in the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got in the back for sure. Oh. If anybody came correctly, it was Pop. Pop came correct. I'm was... going to be that old man. Probably. I'm telling you. With your 600, 600 million, million? You can't. With my six. <laughs> no, I'm going to be even worse. Dude, the first <laughs> thing I'm doing, first of all, I'm getting a grill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to wear it all the time. I'm getting a diamond studded grill, and mm-hmm. I'm getting a big fat ass Rolex. Tell me why I'm I don't want a fat ass Rolex. Like... I don't like big Food watches. Grill. Like you, like you're gonna cook on it. No, no, teeth no. grill, teeth grill. Yeah, and I'm getting each of you one made. Oh, I would be flamboyant. People would know I had money. And then I, I know would, it's a shitty look. But and then no. I would bail out Kodak want, Black. Oh, I'd get Kodak out of prison. I'd get Tiger King mm. out of prison. Why? Mm. Give me the hookup on some fucking tigers because I can afford them now. Like Tyson. Call, what's her face? True. You could just call Carol Baskin. Baskins, that's it. Fuck Carol Baskins. <laughs> Fuck Carol Baskins. <laughs> Killed her husband. Whack. Whack. Yep. That I, I had another song I came up with. Happen. Me and Kylie came up with this one. That bitch Carol Baskin. She showed me her tiger. That's all it was. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Coming correct. <laughs> I guess you had to be there. <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, well. Um, over my head, man. Have y'all heard uh Funny Like a Clown? It's it's on TikTok, but it was song first. Have y'all heard Dick Down in Dallas? Uh song, yes. Country Must song. have to be yes. there. No, I haven't. Don't get smart. We'll listen to it later. It's not podcast appropriate. It's pretty funny. It's hilarious. It is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh oh, oh don't go with it. Yeah, no, we, we need to leave I'm that not. off. I, I know we say a lot of bad words, but that's a little deep. Oh, yeah. Justin? That's just dirty. I want to fade away with it. So, next time you do it. Justin? Uh. Oh. Oh. Dude, I would would pay to be in an episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. To draw you, write you in the non. Yeah. That would be cool as piss. Oh, I'll give you a million bucks to put me in an episode. Hey, Dan Harmon. Oh, they, I think send me the contract. We'll talk think, it out. I don't think that would be far-fetched. I think that could million be bucks? pretty easily doable. Uh, I don't know what it costs. It probably wouldn't even be a million. A couple hundred have thousand. A, have a pop figure. Oh, that'd be cool. Hmm. Get a statue made. I'd have one <laughs> pop figure and it'd be mine. 
A pop I'd be doing figure. some dumb shit. I'm telling you, I'd be broke in a couple years. Probably. That's why I, the there's no way you universe won't let me win. Million dollars, dude. I don't think it's possible. Uh, well, of course, any of course it's possible. Yeah. You know, honestly, do you think there's a house in the U.S. worth six hundred million? Doubt it. I don't know something I never thought about. I'm sure there think is. Think about all the mansions of all the places. Well, I get. Uh, there's got to be. You're talking about a castle. You would think six hundred million dollars. That's uh, a big sum. Google over big over under. House. I'm not guessing. I'm I'm two for two, <laughs> and I'm waiting for the mega. Okay, then you look it up. Most expensive right. house. Most expensive. You house think in it's America. over or under six hundred million? Under. Take it I, over, house. or do you agree? Hey, house, not fucking castle or some dumb shit. House. Here's what I'm going to Google. Most expensive house property. ever sold in U.S. Most expensive property in the United States. Okay. No, don't do... Pro- well, then, of course, it's going to be over $600 million. Do house. Home. Home. What? Okay. So, do you both believe it's under 600 Yeah. Home-wise, yeah. Oh, I'm about to fuck myself here. I believe it was over. In the U.S., I think you could drop six hundred million on a house if it was just something stupid. I mean, property, yeah, like because you got to think of property land, rates yeah. in certain places. Yeah, but like the like, I guess I, do property. See what you get. Nope, I was wrong on this one. Under, it was under the penthouse atop two twenty Central Park South, a residential tower in Manhattan, New York, sold in January twenty nineteen for the price of. Two hundred and thirty-nine million nine hundred and fifty-eight thousand two hundred and nineteen dollars. That better be one badass. My God, it really don't look that great. I'm telling you, that's why it's location. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? My God. Now do property. See what comes up. Wait, 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 wait. That's not even. They got pictures on here. That can't be an estate because it's a penthouse. Yeah. Yeah. So a big ass apartment. Yeah. I'll be fucked. I'll be dipped. But it's over Manhattan. I don't care. I mean, I get it. It's probably fucking 5,000 square feet. There's people that dig that shit, man. Yeah, I I guess. That's like the high fluting running around. You got to have billions. Okay. Yeah. Oh, ever sold. What's your guess? I already see it, so I'm not going to guess. Ever sold. Worldwide. Give us an over under. Well, let's keep it at 600 million. I'm going. Would you. Property this time? No, home. Home? I just, it was one of the little pull-downs, you know, people also ask. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just, uh, what was the most expensive house ever sold? I'm going to go with over. I'm going under. Oh. Now it's interesting. Over. Antelia Mumbai, one billion. Holy Probably the shit. world's priciest private residence, often valued at one billion. Let me see. Until he is a 400,000 square foot, 27 story mansion completed in 2010. How many bedrooms I bet you got? Oh, God. Probably more than you need. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, I guess mansions count as homes. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck would live in a 400,000 square feet? Is that what (laughs) you said? Oh, my God. 400,000 square feet? Well... Well, I don't understand that because I just clicked on Investopedia. Buckingham Palace, London, one point five five billion. Ah, but it's not on the market. Castle. Well, of yeah, course it's not, not on the market, yeah. so I guess that's why they don't that's have a, it on that's there. That's a castle. It doesn't. Damn, there's seven hundred and seventy five rooms in that motherfucker. 
Why don't they have more people staying there? <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, what are you going to do with 770? How many maids do you got to have to keep that shit clean? That makes me wonder. <laughs> that makes me wonder what's going on in Buckingham Palace. Mm, much like the, like the Vatican and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, why so. did they... You think about it. Why did they build the Vatican to be so imposing? Yeah. In private. It's like intimidating it's, yeah. as hell. Because, I mean, not to get too religious, but for, you know... A very long time, the Catholic Church was very intimidating. Yeah. They were in the motherfucker. That was the point. Yeah. You know? So it was just held, I guess. It's creepy. Yeah. Vatican creeps, man. Secrecy, man. It's very very weird. And then, like, even small fry stuff, if it's, like, a big deal, they have to run it all the way Mm -hmm. up the line. It's not like uh, even here in small-town North Carolina. they have, have like, dioceses. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're very hush. So, hypothetically, not because of the stereotype, but... Just because it's what we see, I would assume like if a Catholic church in North Carolina is accused of what we see a lot, and I won't go into detail about right. that, you know, children, that shit probably runs all the way fucking over to Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I doubt they I, handle I'm it sure. themselves. It's got to run up the ladder. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably handled in-house, but... But, yeah. It's probably hush-hush as hell, though. But it's all politics, I think. Oh, yeah. From oh, kind of yeah, what I'm I know. Sure. I wouldn't much. be surprised. Well, they, you know, if you look at, like, there's been movies and stuff, and I do air quotations, based on true stories. I forget which one I was watching. Even possessions, to get approval, they have to run that, you yeah. know, to exercise, they got to run it way up. Yeah. I don't know how far. Do you ever watch the uh, the Netflix special uh, Sisters Keeper? Mm-hmm. You did? I don't think so. No, did I you? don't think it did. Uh, it was about the uh, nuns in Baltimore that were murdered. Mm-mm. And it was like by one of the priests. Uh uh-uh. uh. They like abused him. Sister's him. keeper? I think so. Huh. Uh-uh. It was fucked up. It was it was a good it was a good documentary though, but it was sad. Uh, Pretty disturbing. I'll check and it, it kind of got into like the secrecy of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at it, I was raised Protestant. So outside of Catholicism. There's even there there's always secrecy in religion. When you're talking about established religion. You know, because even my small town church, they had deacons and the order of things, you know, whatnot. I take issue with that. It's very weird. Yeah. And I think there's know, my issue with established religion. It's, there's a lot of power involved. Yeah. Well, and they can, and if someone did something, God forbid, to a kid or whatever. It could be kept under wraps. Right. It's much like government. Yeah, and look, I still, when I have time or when I feel like it or whatever, I, I practice Christian spirituality now myself, but I still go to my church, the one I was raised in. Uh, they're good people. It was nothing ever secrecy in a bad way. I do want to clear that just for the sake of clearing it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my dad was a deacon, you know, and it was it was hometown. So we, I told a story about church last time. Let me do it this time. Uh there was a person in our church that was going through a divorce or something like that. I was real young. And uh, I remember the deacons calling around, and uh, homeboys brought guns to church because they thought dude was going to show up. Mm. Yeah. I remember dad loading up a couple shotguns. I'm like, oh, if he shows up. Mm. Damn. Yeah. So, That's crazy. Yeah. God takes care of people. We believe that. But uh, they were ready to handle it. Because he had made some threats. You know, they, they, yeah. they had kids involved. And it's like, uh, hey, if you're coming to church, it's a safe place. Yeah. 
Yeah. Protecting the Lord's house. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're big on that. <laughs> yeah, sword and shield stuff. You know what always got me? I I went to a huge church when I was young. See, mine was small. Maybe that's the difference. It was well, a small. And I've been to small knit. churches, too. But, like, I went to a big church when I was a kid. And it, it seemed like every youth pastor was, like, really intrusive. Yeah. Well, not everyone, because I had a lot of good friends like that I went to hardcore shows with. Right. You know, like the ones that got me into the music, yeah. and they were good friends, right? They weren't pastors. They were friends. Yeah. But then you meet the ones that are like... The actual youth leader or whatever. Yeah, and it, and they just like... It, it... My See, my church was so small. Looking back on it, it was very off-putting, the things they talked about to young kids. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Not- and see, my church was so small, we didn't have a youth pastor. We've only ever had one, and it was for a short stint. Right. Because we didn't have a big youth popula- population, you know, or, yeah. or demographic. So you was expected to come in Sunday morning and sit with the adults. Right. If you act up, you got your head slapped. It's almost like they're, they're inclined to be overly involved. I yeah. guess because the whole idea is to steer, keep kids steered in the yeah, right direction. Yeah, you know, so, when you're 16, especially if you're dealing with teenagers, blah, what, blah, 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 blah. What little bit I've dealt with it, um, I was not raised in church. So now. Yeah, we definitely have both sides of the fence. Definitely. That's good. I was not Stop. raised in church. Uh, now I have my faith. I have my own. It's very. Uh, to clarify. Personal. I was raised going to church. Very rarely did I actually go to church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <so> I was. <laughs> I never went. I oh, went. we went every Sunday, son. No, I maybe went yeah, ten times my entire life until I was an adult and could make my own decision. No, we went Sunday religiously, most Wednesdays, all Sunday nights. No. But my my experience with it is, yeah, overly involved. Um, not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's a little inappropriate, but that's what parents are for, yeah. right? They're, yeah, you're not. I mean. Like, not like to I be said, disgusting, I, but these people should not be talking to your kids about masturbating. Right. Sorry. No. Yeah. You know what I'm no. saying? Like or nobody, shouldn't be or getting texting a read. your kid in the middle of the night. But see, no, I they don't, shouldn't no. be getting a read on whether you're no. jerking like, off. I'm sorry. Were you? No, there? and you had some, and we're not going to go in detail, you know. Yeah. There was some weird stuff Yeah. with that, um, too. I never experienced that. My uh, So, not being raised in the church, not being raised, not having faith. Earlier on in life, yeah, there was a huge ordeal with... I would have took issue from that certain situation. Oh, I was pissed. Even raised in church. I, I would have took pissed. Yeah. I mean, it really pissed me uh, off. Even to this day, it pisses me off. I don't like it. Because, because you're, you're bordering on, like, cult-like activity. Yeah, well... well it's, it's not... And it's easy it's to use... as fuck. Manipulation. Yeah. Well, it's, it's well, a position of power. Yeah, yeah. Like that anything. Would be, that would be like me... Being overly involved in your kids' lives would that not be? Would that not raise red flags for you? Would you of not? Of course, if it were you specifically, yes. Me specifically being overly involved, texting your kids at 15 years old in the middle of the night, you'd be okay with that? Nah, probably not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that kind of shit's inappropriate. I don't give a shit who you are. Yeah, pastor, youth pastor. You're a youth pastor. Wolves in sheep's clothing. If sometimes. now that's the thing, right? The people that go to church are, and I don't want to say vulnerable. But when you got teenagers, kind of gullible. When you got teenagers, they're vulnerable. Yeah. Teenagers so then they start. Then they start to latch on to that. Well, oh yeah, like That's, a cult leader. They latch yeah. on to people. If you're and in the they room, go, 
Well, I can control you because you're a teenager, no. and I can ride on those emotions. Specifically, something, something spe- happens especially. with your boyfriend; they get upset. They don't go to mom and dad; they go to you. exactly. That's that yeah. is inappropriate, especially if they've been in it from a super young age. You yeah. know, it's what yeah, you always know, so you're trusting. Four year, indoctr- 11, 16 Now, I mean, come on, indoctrination in any fashion is not healthy. No, but I mean to to circle around and kind of talk about it in a more, I guess, theological way. That's why I think a lot of churches, people in general, forget that the Bible does speak clearly about false prophets. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you, it's very easy to trust and allow them in. And, oh, they're doing so great. But in reality, false prophets. They have ulterior motives. Ulterior motives. I have such And because a... religion, is, religion is a charitable love institute, so it's easy to be gullible. It's easy yeah. to be blinded, for yeah. sure. I have yeah. such an analytical... Um, questioning personality that I that's being a kid and what few times I went to church it didn't it never caught I, I didn't like it I didn't enjoy it I don't no. like having people tell me what I should and shouldn't do because that's what they think and then more or less that's what it is that's what they think that's how they feel so that you're directed to act in, you know a certain way well see what was cool about my raising way right well not necessarily you know I was always raised yeah. You go to church, you listen to the preacher, you take the good from it. But that's the whole reason we study our Bible. Right. You get your own convictions about it. So yeah. if you're sitting there listening to a preacher and he says, you know, don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Something very broad. You say, well, I don't really know how I feel about that. Tattoos. Tattoos. I but have tattoos. Um, I have the, a lot of tattoos. To me, that's the issue. Like Garth said, you get so indoctrinated and so attached. Right. That it and it becomes, you wind up putting people on a pedestal. And anything they say is what you're going to listen to. Then they're Jim Jones. Yeah. You're drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. Well, that's why I'm so thankful for my upbringing. Because I fell out mm-hmm. of faith and stuff like that. Um, but it was always research it yourself. Draw your own yeah. conclusions. Even from a very young age, Dad always, you know, if you don't like what he says, draw your own conclusions. Get in the Bible about it and see what you think. Well, and I'm not saying you know, that the deal. churches that I went to was necessarily... Not like that. But being at a young age, that is not how I felt. That's not how I right. took it. And I think going for full circle with things we've talked about before, that's why now I consider myself, I, I go to church here and there, but I practice spirituality. Yeah. I, I try to put myself in thought. Right. I try to read my Bible yeah. now and, and draw my conclusions, pull yeah. my help from it. Well, that's what, like, um, for me, if you're talking about God, I believe in that I believe in God and Jesus, yeah. right? But I also believe in the universe. And I think that there's, I think that there is something that is like melded into our consciousness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think, I think God in himself being personally, like, let's, let's take a break here. We are not theologians. We are not, pastors we are not dissing any other religion or no. culture we're not saying it's wrong this is what we were raised in and believe so this um, is all stuff that we've come to understand right and how it's changed in our lives in adulthood yeah well um, the, the crazy thing is is all three of our upbringings with church and god and we're religion, different are all different however now our viewpoints on it are pretty fucking similar right in most aspects I we'll see say. and that's why and that feeds into what i was about to say before i took my little break but i believe 
and you were talking about the universe, God in his divinity or power or almightiness, whatever, he is in his creation, if that makes sense. Yeah. His creation is part of him in a way. We are. We are made in his own image. I believe the rocks, trees, nature, everything is a piece of that. Now, mm-hmm. I think that's why it all works in, in unison. Right. Um, I think that's why, like, the Native Americans, the US, they, they worship nature. Even right. in their ignorance, they were never preached gospel, yada, yada, yada. I think that's why for people, even ancient cultures, there's a drawing to some sort of higher power. Right. Even a scientific mind like Carl Sagan, which yeah. I have the book over there, the yeah. Cosmos, it talks about his belief in divinity and religion and God. And still being a scientist. And being a scientist. Yeah. What's irrefutable evidence, you know? But there is things that we can explain. Right. Because a lot of science, <clears throat> and this is even according to Sagan, you know, a lot of science is just theory. It's not all proven. Even some of the greatest science, you know, some of the most, the longest studied science is not proven. So. A lot of it's theory. Right. Well, Big Bang Theory, that's not proven. No. It's no. what they believe to be true. Evolution is a theory. And- right. And it's taught, so... Right. Yeah. It's believed to be true. Doesn't necessarily mean we have all the answers. Right. Yeah. Do I believe that there is evolution? Of course I do. I well, think you got we, a geographical think, isolation. That's a sort right. of an evolution. Yeah. Right. You have giraffes in some parts of Africa that have longer necks because the trees are longer. Right. They yeah. had to adapt. Yeah. Put a horse in sub-zero temperatures generationally, eventually they're going to grow longer. Right now. Just like the finches on the Galapagos. Look at people. Yeah. If your ancestors hail from cold places, typically you grow more body hair. Right. Hmm. Yeah. That's or, different. Or you're cold natured. That's a lot different than like Darwinism. Right. You know. Well, Darwin actual... even, even there's, there's writings by Darwin that talk about how he felt things were a little bit misconstrued. About what he said, I guess. Right. Like, yeah. there, like, the resemblance in do I do believe we came from a primate like state when we were in the early man. Not necessarily that we changed from a primate to a human being. So do you do you, and I'm asking here, I'm not being a smart ass. You believe in creationism? I'm somewhere in the middle. <clears throat> I'm somewhere in the middle. Like once we get to heaven, when this world ends, mm-hmm. I'll get the answers. Right. But I don't think that's a part of the the need to know right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what I believe as far as my salvation goes. Right. I don't need to know what happened. It's interesting to read about. Yeah. And I've done the reading about it. But I don't need to know. that. It shouldn't be. A, why is that such a big argument? Why do you think that is? Because people want to. need to be right, I guess. It's so stupid. It's well, I stupid. guess it's God versus science, too. What is it called? Theistic evolution, where people believe that God started the Big Bang. Yeah, he like snapped, and everything just. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand why. Like I said, my brain was wired for shit like that. Science yeah. stuff like science and math. That's that's my shtick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't understand why the idea of a snap. 
being, you know, God snapping, being big bang. Here we go. Let's start it out. I mean, in his, you know what I mean? I don't see. I don't either. Why that could be so outlandish. If you think he could create us, you know, in. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know like, what I mean? Why could well, he I don't know. do it that way either? Well, then you get into, you know, as a Christian, the I believe. Bible. The Bible. Yeah. I, you have to in some realm. Yeah. So, um, so when you're looking at Genesis, <clears throat> you know, it took him six days to create. He rested on the seventh. Yeah. But then you get further into it a little bit. The Bible talks about day of the Lord's is a thousand years or whatever. So you really don't know. There's no real timeline. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can read and interpret and take things from the Bible. You can also take things from science. Yeah. yeah. You can take things from the the Quran or the yeah. Torah. I like yeah. theology in all ways. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy religion. Yeah. I think it's very interesting, making yeah. connections between them. And, Bro, yeah. Randy. I was on the phone with Dad for two hours talking about just religion and all aspects. Randy, of me and you, remember the time we got real deep into the New World Order? Yeah. And the Illuminati? Uh-huh. It was like our whole friend group. We yeah, got yeah. real deep in the Illuminati. We had just heard about it, and then it took Dude, up our lives. We were getting books from Barnes & Nobles. Mm-hmm. We thought people were falling. Like, literally, Randy had a black car follow him one night home from work. We were freaking out. He got, like, a weird friend request on Facebook. Anyhow. We also started like delving into like Satanism, not like doing it, not practicing. practicing. Let's no, be clear. Yeah, we didn't. No practicing, <laughs> but reading about it at, out of books and stuff. And, um, you know, that's an interesting thing to me. Satanism? Yeah. Well, like the whole, the whole, there's kind of two different kinds. You know what I'm saying? Like there's the Satanism that's more along the lines of an atheist or an agnostic mm-hmm. that believe in just indulging in the sins of the world. Oh, yeah, when we were researching. That's like Anton LaVey, right? Yeah, the, the LaVey Fort of Satanism. Yeah. Uh, it's all about, and that was a big part of my and dad's discussion, Satanism in that realms, again, yeah, it's about feeding it's your flesh. It's just sin. Yeah, giving in to all your lust. Like, if you want to exact revenge on somebody, you do it. Yeah, because, you know, the Bible's so clear about we wrestle with our flesh. Right. Our spirituality, our salvation is not a flesh. Everything bad is flesh. So, of course, Satanism. It's opposite. Yeah. They just say, you got a lust? Just Feed do into it. that. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, we do those things, right? Like, if you, you know, I'm not always a perfect example. No. But I also try to be a, a, a beacon. Just being a good person. Yeah. Because I know what I believe. Now, I have my salvation. But I also believe that I can't be perfect. There's no way. No. That doesn't necessarily mean I have to I indulge in everything. Well, I think that's a point. If you were perfect. Of course. Yeah, it defeats know? the whole purpose. We would be just... God. Yeah, you would be God. But, back to the Satanism thing, which is really interesting. Anton LaVey, it, and I didn't believe it, but Mom, years ago I looked at her old records. Hotel California, he's in the background. On the record cover. In the yeah. upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, he's on the, yeah. uh, the second banister, story. like, yeah, whatever it's you like, call it. Yeah, it's like a... Looking down? Yeah, like a balcony. And then they talk about Hotel California. It's supposed to be a, what, me- analogy or metaphor for hell? Well, yeah, yeah, and they... And have you ever heard the story of the master? Uh, I don't think so. You remember, like, so back in the, the you know, 70s, they had... And even before, like... When they made records on like actual vinyl, yeah, on vinyl, yeah, 
they would record it onto a this thing called a master. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah, that was when we was into our Illuminati right. Satanism thing. And there was a story. Um, I can't remember when the name of the record label, but it ended up becoming a Motown. I think it was one of the huge record labels of the day. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, the guy said that, yeah, they took Hotel California. And they had the master where they recorded it on, and then they would print it from the master onto the vinyl. And they would take the master into this like secret room where there was a triangle window. There was only one window, it was a triangle. And on like a full moon night, when the moon hit it, and there was like an alignment of some, some sort, they would put the master in the middle of the floor where there was like this design, almost like a pentagram, I guess. And the moon would shine its light in just right, and they would do like a seance around it. And he said he walked into it one time. They didn't acknowledge him at all. He turned around and left, and he never went back. But it was Hotel California, and that was the one of the biggest selling records. And at the time, I think it was the biggest selling record of all time until Thriller came out. Hmm. Jeez. I can, you know, I think it's easy for anybody to come up with a story and yada, yada. But I do believe Hollywood and the music industry. There's some shady shit. I think they, I think a lot of them believe in that shit. Yeah, in one I way really or another. Do. Even if the New World Order is self-contained and it's all them, right. you know, and it's just their rituals and practices. Yeah, I don't know. I believe what's what. I believe a hundred percent, ninety-nine percent, to really reach infamy or f- being famous. Right. You gotta sell your soul a little. Yeah. Uh, in some way, I don't know you, what it is. I don't know if it's uh to people or your record label. You know, too many people have talked about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. To be something like I believe. Like where does the story come from? You know. You, yeah. You're you're. There's an act or something. You're selling yourself a little. Yes. Well, like, selling your soul. I don't know if many people remember this, but like Cat Williams when he did stand up when he was first coming around. He talked about going to the big mansion parties. Yeah. He was wildly successful. Yeah. And he's talked about going to the big mansion parties and seeing weird shit going on in these rooms. Side rooms. Or- yeah. And like, he was like, what the fuck? You know? And, and, uh, being uncomfortable, you yeah. know, with the whole thing. And how do you explain these guys that I, obviously they're power hungry, but like Terry Crews walk up and just grab this. Terry Crews is a big motherfucker. Yeah. And this 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 dude in in Hollywood just walks up and grabs his dick in front of his wife and kids. At I've a never party. heard that. I you knew never heard that. Not, not that specifically. I knew he had talked about being assaulted. Yeah, and, this this crazy know. fuck in Hollywood walked yeah, up never... at a party in front of his wife and just grabbed his goober, mm. like looked him in the eye and was like licking his lips, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And out. Terry Crews, dude, I would have knocked that son of a bitch's head. But he was like, dude, yeah, what am I supposed boy. to do? Like, this guy's powerful. Yeah. If I if I knock him out, I might never work again. But that's the whole yeah. thing, right? Yeah. The, to reach the point of power that you just do what you want. Right. Dude probably knew it. The this guy, guy is it. so out of his fucking mind. Yeah. He's so out of his mind, and he has so much control over Terry Crews psychologically that he could just do that. I don't Se- think it's sexually being assaulted. out of your mind. I think he knew exactly where he was at. But I think That's as a good point. but but 
maybe I'm talking about out of your morality out of, or something. Yeah, like out, of out, your of, morality. out of your yeah. Right. You're so far outside of that. Just a common human sense of decency and morality. It's okay to just do that to a to a dude. But see, I think you give that up when you do the Hollywood thing. Right. In a way. Well, I mean, how do depending you depending on how far up you go. How do you explain so many of the things that have happened in Hollywood, like Black Dahlia and uh some of those like mm-hmm. the Charles Manson story even is really bizarre. You know, Roman Polanski was married to Sharon Tate. Yeah. You know, and she was the one that got killed by right. Manson's people. Yeah. And was her name Sharon Tate? It was Sharon Tate, right? Sounds correct. Anyways. I'm not 100%. You're, the, you're, the, you're that guy. Roman Polanski ended up leaving the country because he was messing around with the young kids. Mm. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Because it was Roman Polanski and was it Sharon Tate? Yeah. That sounds right. Definitely is. Yeah. But anyway, like... You know, so afterwards, he rolled out before yeah. I guess it all came to light because he knew he'd be investigating yeah. shit. I don't think he ever came back. Hmm. Weird story. There's a and there's a lot of weird well, shit. Think, you know, well, do like, you think? Look um, at the symbolism. There's a lot of symbolism in Hollywood. Oh yeah, with the triangles. Funny, and the, funny you should say that. And, and we're about to go down the rabbit hole a bit. Me and Dad again in that two-hour conversation. Yeah, was talking about. I forgot how we got on it. He said he was watching this old show, and you know the pedophile symbol, the or you know triangle with the little squigglies in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he said he's watching this old show from the late eighties or early nineties. He sent me the picture. I'll show you if I can find it. Um, where she had this brooch on, mm-hmm. and it was the whole show was about this little orphan kid and its life. You know, and right. she was like a lawyer or something. Bro, it's it's fucking. That symbol. Yeah, and I hate to put my tin full hat on, yeah. but and it's it's not just a, like a, a little brooch. It's like over exaggerated. It's this huge fucking metal piece. Right. Let me see if I can find out. I'm gonna take a quick so, quiet break. So also, like, I think you're gonna kind of like ah when you see it. Also with the uh, like the, you see it all the time with like um, music videos. Well they'll, ha- well, they'll have, like, some kind of weird, you know, symbolism or analogies that are, like, you know, triangles and things turning to the dark side. And You find it? No, I think he showed me on his phone. I texted him. He should be up. See if he sends it to me. Anyhow, there's just a lot of shit. And, like... I believe in s- symbolism. I believe it's there. What they call it? Uh, it was like subconscious advertising, subliminal messaging. Subliminal, yeah. Definitely there. Oh yeah, definitely there. Yeah. Because I think, and we've talked before. I think there's a war on the com. We'll call it the common man or whatever the family, whatever you want to call it. You desensitize the symbolism; it just becomes normal. Yeah, you see it so many times. Yeah, that's where I'll put my tinfoil hat on because I believe that is hundred percent truth. Yeah, you see it so many times, you just say, "Oh, okay, okay." Yeah. Whatever. Kind of, eh. 20, 30 years later, it's actually normal. Whatever yeah, that is. Right. Because you know? I got kids, my big one, and I will say this straight on the cast, come what may, I will never, ever stand for pedophilia. No. Ever. Anything that has to do with fucking kids, out. Absolutely not. It, it's evil. It's, it's immoral. Uh, anyway. 
it's just not it's not meant to be in society. No. And today you have advocates. Yeah, that's sickening. And, and, and I'm not saying it's a huge thing and they've desensitized and it's coming out next year. <laughs> but it's pretty fringy, but it's also very disgusting. Yeah. And and in this year you've got even if it's a tiny number of people speaking out publicly, it's yeah. okay. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, not. It's a sexual preference. No. No, motherfucker. No, you're sick. It's a sickening. It's, it's sick. It's sick. And I think, to go back to the Hollywood thing, and the, you know, a big thing now is like, they use kids. You yeah. know, there's speculation on what they do. Dude, it's, it's, it's... Drinking their blood or bedding in the blood, you know. Epstein is not speculation. No, 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 no. Like I just that, meant the rituals. Like, what they actually do. Right. Um, but the, what was the one woman's name back in like the 1600s who would bathe in one of the queens or something? Or uh, Catherine? We've discussed it. She would bathe. She would kill young women and bathe in their blood because it was supposed to be the fountain of youth. Yeah. basically. Yeah. It's just fucking. Oh, here crazy. it is. Look at that shit. Here's the picture. What is that from? I have no idea. Some show. He only has three channels. My dad still runs just on antenna. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I talk, Funny story about my children, uh, to segue. Is that not trippy, though? Is that not? That is crazy. I think that's fucking crazy. Anyway, um, the other day, my dad's going to watch the kids overnight. Uh, so they want to go to Papaw's. He, he kept them the night I came to your wife's birthday. They're stoked. And my youngest son, he just turned four. We're packing all their shit, and he wants to take his uh, DS. Not DS. What are they? Uh, the Switch. The Switch. And he, he throws it in the book bag, and I'm like, son, no, you can't take that. And he's like, why? And he's walking through his bedroom, and I said, Papa don't have internet. And he stops and just gives me the funniest look of confusion. for like a, He doesn't say nothing for a solid 20 seconds. You can see it. The, the wheels are turning in his head. Yeah. And he's like, he's looking at me. And finally he says, he's like, what? And I'm like, Papa don't have internet. He don't have Wi-Fi. And again, he stops and he's like, I mean, you, he didn't say it, but you know, he's like, the fuck are you who, talking Who don't who have don't internet? Have internet what do you mean you don't have internet? I, I can't internet? comprehend him not having internet. Yeah. So then we went on a 30-minute talk about how daddy used to live without internet. Then we had dial-up. They had yeah. no idea what dial-up is. That was the worst. Beep, beep, beep. Who's on the phone? Get off the phone. Yeah, you could. Jesus. Oh, I didn't even tell him that. <laughs> is there such thing as a landline? Right. And you oh, couldn't yeah. use it. He's like, never <laughs> they've never seen a landline. Yeah, they've never seen right. it. A landline? I don't, think, I don't think anybody in our family, anywhere they've been, they've probably never seen a landline. Probably not. Probably not. Honestly. Unless I'm like wow. a show or a movie. Yeah, but still. But they probably were like, what is that? I bet you they would. My kids know how to use my phone. They make a call, get on the internet. They're pretty good with it. Pretty Dude, handy. My, my grandmother at her house, I don't know if she still has it. She Remember that old-timey phone she had mm. at her house? The one with the... A rotary? Was, yeah. My great-grandmother had a rotary till the day she died. It didn't And it's work. what she used. It didn't work. See, mine did. The one that went... Shing, yeah, it's shing. rotary phone. Right. It's still there, I'm, I'm sure. Where you take the little thing off and you put it up to your ear yeah. like that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, my grandma had the an original 
Uh, it wasn't like on the wall where you put it up to your this ear. This one was on the wall. It was sitting there. Yeah, that's the way her was. Yeah. And you just held it like a regular phone, but it was a rotary. This you put a, that. All you had was the little knob thing you put up to your ear. He's See, no, she the had the full. Timey. Yeah, like. I'm talking about the old shit. The real. Yeah, that's what she had. It looked funny, but you had here and mouth. Like from a silent film. <laughs> like what? Jesus. What's the silent film guy? Could you dial a number on a rotary phone? Hell no. Really? Not that Can bad. you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I could. Take you a while to figure it out. Shoot. Shoot. Yeah, you have to take the number, Shoot. roll yeah. it all the way right. over, yeah, let right. it spin right. back. It takes for your, fucking ever. You put your finger in the number. Yeah. And then you move it. Roll it over. Yeah, I could yeah. do that easy. Yeah. But I bet you there's people our age that if you put it in front of them, they'd have Wouldn't to figure it out. Oh, yeah. They well, that's like now. Because like, I used to play with hers. I thought it was the coolest yeah. thing in the world to play with it. When yeah. people say, like, you know, you can't say, yeah, you can't say get off the phone anymore because, you know. You well, you can, can say, you get, say off get off the phone. phone. Not hang up the phone. Hang up the yeah, phone. we don't hang it. We still say it. Pocket <laughs> your phone. Pocket your phone. Hit get off the in. phone. In the call. In the call. Yeah. That's the, give me your phone. That's the culturally appropriate, societal appropriation norm yeah something like that something though that realm give me your phone you're grounded speak like i, I want to talk about this again alf mm. remember the show alf yeah i and i remember i had a puppet alf they yeah. were like popular i had back a t-shirt with alf on it and uh he's this little alien guy and uh that show ended really dark where they uh came and the government took him away Really strange. Really strange. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. The last episode, the government rolls up to this family's house, and this is like an eighty sitcom. Knocks on the door. We're here for Alf. Yeah, we're gonna burn him and torture him, and, and they just gave him over. <laughs> That's dark. Yeah. And then dinosaurs. See in the meteor. Yeah. They had the emergency broadcast. Remember that? That creeped me out, dude. Bits and pieces. There was, that show scared me. There, there was an emergency broadcast. Weird. Emergency yeah. broadcast on this fucking kids show, and they're like, "The meteor's coming. It's gonna hit any time now." Can you imagine? Like that's scary as hell. Meteors scare me. Oh yeah, they do. Like asteroids and stuff. Because they're whizzing by Earth all the time. Anyway. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. We don't one hear rogue, about one unless it gets close. One rogue asteroid or meteor. We're done. And it don't even have to be that damn big. No. No. To wipe us. Yeah. I mean, it would probably wipe, like, at least half the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. It's crazy. It's 2021. We'll All right, see. guys. Um, not that we get real political, but inauguration's tomorrow. It is? Yes. So you can tell what day we're doing this. Big Everybody day. listen. Yep. Big day. You think something wacky happens? I'm afraid of that. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not going to get into politics, like how we feel about whatever, no. but it's just been, a general idea of... This whole election has been so crazy. So uh, it's just... They got what? <clears throat> well, would it be 000? the cherry on top? They got a lot of troops. It would be. Dude, they've been flooding D.C. with troops. Yeah. And I've also heard that they're all over... Like at capitals in the U.S., just different areas yeah. and big cities. I, I I can believe it, and I'm and I'm and I'm scared because of what happened with this insurrection. Yeah, the thing at the fucking capital already. That there's going to be some extremist group or idiot, some fucking asshole that's going to do something stupid, 
And then it's going to further condemn the people in this, in this country. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a scary thought. Just knock it further down. Yeah. I mean, with everything that's went on with the election, the back and the forth, and I'm specifically talking about the back and the forth here. I'm not taking any sides The here. division. The division yeah. that's been created. I think that's pretty apparent. You know, anybody, we can all agree on that. We're pretty, oh, yeah. It's been pretty divisive. And the everything that's gone on for if something like crazy like that was going to happen, this is the election for it. I mean, as crazy uh, yeah. as yeah. it's been. Yeah, coming out of 2020. I'll be a little nervous more. I will, too. That's why I told Trevor. You, I'm going to be I'm watching. Gonna be, I'm going to be in yeah. Raleigh. I'm going to be real fucking <laughs> well, I d- nervous. I didn't think the capital shit would turn out like it did. Yeah. I figured some people out there protesting, yada, yada, yada. I wasn't. Uh, yeah. Dude, watching some of that broadcast looked like a different country. It yeah. really did. Uh, yeah, it it did. was sad. I won't go in debt like some people. Sad it was, but it was sad. No, Damn. it's it's absolutely utter utterly ridiculous. Yeah, it's... to say that that was comparable to uh, yeah. Pearl Harbor right, or nine eleven. Right, Get the right. fuck out of here. Yeah, no. I was uh, talking to my uncle the other day, telling him I'm going to be you know in Raleigh, and he was like, "Oh, go to the museum," and you know I'd be cool, but uh, it's not going to happen. Right, because I I can't take my pistol in the fucking museum, and that sounds crazy. But you can't trust people anymore. Yeah, and and, and with everything and the divis the division, I I am not going anywhere. That my pistol is not going to be on my damn hip. So you own a pistol? Huh? You own a pistol? No. Yeah, that's right. You don't talk too much. I don't own anything. No, I, I don't guns. have a pistol. <laughs> Hate them. I got a uh, a BB gun. Does that count? No. I got a super soaker. But the point is, I keep it locked up in my rituals. I'm not. I'm not gonna do <laughs> super soak the hole. If I can't, if I it, with emotions being as high as they're gonna be tomorrow. Yeah, people do crazy things, and bro, I'm, you can't happen. travel into Raleigh tomorrow. No. First of all, be careful. Second of all, you could get stopped by a fucking armored convoy yeah. at a checkpoint. Yeah. Realistically, it's, it's possible. possible. Yeah. You could. Yeah, I know. The way the security has been, like the way that the the military has been mobilized. Yeah. Uh, it's a scary thought. It's. I yeah. mean, it's definitely possible. But we'll see what I mean, happens. I'm not saying some dumb shit couldn't happen. But good news about North Carolina, other than going in a museum or a bank or something like that, you can have a gun on you. Yeah. They can't say shit. Well, you having it in a vehicle? I figure if it's or on your person. Military, they can do whatever they want, but yeah, but they can't. I mean, I guess Dude, they I could. Heard, I heard that they were taking military people out, and as they were screening military people at the Capitol, and if you were a Trump supporter, you weren't going to be in, on guard there. Really? Yeah. Well, conflict of interest type deal. I guess. I guess because what happened at the Capitol? How do they screen them? They ask them, "Who'd you vote for?" I mean, I don't know what they asked him, yeah. but I heard a I heard a news story about it, and like, of course, the first thing, you, if you saw what happened at the Capitol, the first thing off the top of your head is, well, good, maybe that will improve security. Yeah. But then you look a little deeper, and you go, wait a second, they're taking someone out because of their political views, something that you shouldn't even talk about on a daily basis, and a lot of this is Trump's fault. Oh yeah. You know, a lot what of this, you said, I fully agree with. Something you shouldn't talk about on a daily basis. 
Like, like this engrosses people's lives. Dude, people are consumed. Like there's people that I know somewhat that have talked about, oh, I'm taking time off work. And I'm driving up there. And it's like, man, maybe Why? it's the, the youngin' in me. I, I don't know, but I don't give a damn anymore. People, uh, well, <laughs> of course, like to me, there's a lot bigger things at stake. Right. Like, why am I going to lick some dude's boot who doesn't give a fuck about right. us? Like, I'm still going to vote. I'm still right. going to have my opinions. But it's not going to take over my life. It's not going to make me worry. At the end of the day. Make me want to drive five hours. Right. At the end of the day, people vote. For a person. People vote as their right. You know, that's our way of expressing our yeah. you know, whatever. But that's only because we've been told that. Yeah. What does it really like? What does it really accomplish? Except for diverse, like divisiveness. What What voting? Yeah, voting. But you still got to vote. Don't have to create divisiveness. What else is that? What I'm talking about is no. That's what I'm saying. Hear me out. You didn't hear what I said. What I'm saying is we're told to vote as our right. Of Mm. course, right? Mm -hmm. That's my right. But at the end of the day. If you vote or not, whoever's going to get elected is going to get elected. There's a lot of people out there that would argue. That yeah, but I don't. I don't think it has spring. That. And it's, it's called. And way. now you can't be. You can't vote. Like you would almost feel unsafe going to vote somewhere, even if you're a Trump or a if you're a Biden or a Trump voter. If you went into a place and there's a bunch of Trump voters and you're a and you're a Biden person. You might get attacked. Like, it has become that tribal as far as the two political parties. Right. I I don't think the act of voting in itself is the division. I think it is. No. Well, I disagree. I think the the fact that we have a two-party system is what creates the division. Yeah. I, I I can get more on board with that. I think it's the fact that we're told it's our right, yet it doesn't really matter because the person that the people really wanted in the primaries never make it. Right. You're yeah. not really voting for someone that you want. You're voting for someone you see as the, the lesser, lesser of, of two evils. evils. Yeah. That's yeah, but, what I'm saying. Yeah, but you you still vote. The divisiveness as far as you're talking like But you're the, not voting for someone that you want. Well, don't make a fuck. Yes, it you're does. Still well, I mean, yeah, you can vote for who you want. You can write the motherfucker in. You're wasting your vote then. Well, that's... I mean, but you can still vote for who you want. You're wasting the, I your think vote. the divisiveness comes from the talking about it and the four years leading up to it. And See, I, I go cast a vote, but it don't have to bring any divisiveness. Uh, divisiveness. D- divisiveness. Whatever. don't have to bring any fucking But that's the division. culture we live in now. Because you allow it. It's everything leading up to it. It's not how me. people. It's not me allowing no, it. It's I everybody mean, it's else. No, people allow it. it. It's all the time leading up to it. Or after it. But if you're silent, form your own opinions, don't talk about it every day, and you just go vote. I think what Gar's trying to say is that when you vote, like you said, like he said, the people that you really want in there don't have the money or the advertisement to make it there, right? I mean, I get that. not as part of it. But that's why I agree more with your sentiment that the two-party system's broken. Well, right, so that's why I'm getting I think it all is in the same vein. I, th- I think what Gar's trying to say is that once you vote, it kind of solidifies which side you're on. 
which in turn does nothing but does nothing but propagate the the division. So the having the two party system to two big two big parties, you know, Democrats, Republicans, then you go vote. Obviously, every year, every election year, it's going to be a Democrat and a Republican that you have to vote oh, yeah. for. Nobody else can make it. They don't have the money to make it. If they had enough money and were part of the the two big... They're not in here, with the crowd. Es- yeah, the establishments, they might be able to make it to the podium, but they can't. As George it Carlin said. It matter what they say. But I guess, I guess in me, the way I hear it, yeah, it's throwing away your vote, but if you vote for who you think's right, kind of contradictory what do you mean in my head explain yourself well i'm trying to figure out how here's to okay let me let me give you a let me give you another example on the democratic side i would have and i would say that a majority if you look at the the exit polls from the primary a majority of people wanted bernie just like the last election yeah, but bernie dropped bernie dropped why is that? Because he's not a good he's not a good old boy Democrat like Joe Biden is. I mean, Joe Biden was in like fifth place in the in the fucking Iowa caucus. That's like like we've discussed before. We I don't live under feel, an illusion of freedom. I don't feel like the two people that I'm voting for, it was there because we wanted them there. I feel like there's a lot more underhanded shit that goes on, and we vote for. Well, it's the either this person or this person. We're right. only given two options. The right? options were given. That's when right. we make the, when what we do counts. Do you want to eat here. shit or drink piss? So, and <laughs> if, if I'm telling you, it's a win-win situation for people up top. It's not going to be a win-win for us. It's a lose-lose for us. At the end of the day, what are they really doing to take care of us? Trickle down doesn't work. I think that's pretty established. The money does not flow to the bottom like it should, and I think it's probably worse now than what it's been in a long time. The class divide has grown. There are more people on the bottom than on the top. The middle class is being weeded out. So part of that problem is the way our system works, and there's no penalties, there's no nothing to incentivize the money to do that. And it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat, that's, that's not going to happen. We've had both in office for back and forth for years. We still have the same problem. The fact of the matter is, and to to finish this political shit because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, we live under we live under a, a complete illusion of freedom. If you think that you're really that free, of course we're free in comparison to like China and stuff. Yeah, but we're not far off. No, I can totally agree with that. So. Yeah. I yeah. think we have freedoms, but the idea that we decide what happens in this country, I think, is like you said. Like, you can't even smoke pot in all 50 states legally. Yeah, yeah it's a natural plant. That's ridiculous. Oh, there's places that have uh, made vaping illegal. Smoking yeah. is legal, but vaping is illegal. Yeah. Because either of them are good for your health. Well, fuck. You can't go, you're not supposed to go out after 10 in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know. Uh, uh, Y'all going to take the vaccine? You can go ahead and switch off politics. I think so. Swap to the vid. You going to take actually, it out the gate? Actually, no. Well, it's out the gate. You know, we're kind of seeing the beginning yeah, of it. Yeah, but it's not open. open. I mean, when it's fully available. You want to run out and take it? No. I don't think I am either. I will eventually. No. 
there was there's starting to have starting to be stuff that comes out. Yeah, oh, side yeah. effects. Somebody well, died, right? One person. There are side effects that are coming out. Yes, but there are that also guy died stuff, of a heart attack. There's stuff coming out of long term effects of COVID. So initially, people that were affected by COVID, they got better. It seemed like they were cool, but now we're starting to see. Now there are. It's this is not proven. This is you know. Research. What's all new? Done right. It's new yeah. stuff, and we learn more as we go. Right. There may be shit pop so, up in another fifty years. There is stuff yeah. popping up now of after effects yeah. of COVID. Months later, that people are starting to be perfectly fine for months, and all of a sudden they're having these issues. Was well, dude I knew? Yeah, he passed out and a lot of issues. But did he, still he have has COVID it. at the time? No, he had it prior. Had it prior. So yeah. there's a lot of things coming. You're talking out about now. a several week course in between. Oh, I'm talking months for some well, people. Well, it's probably a couple months. months. Yeah, but they're fine, and then all of a sudden they have all these. Oh, when he when he went down, arise. Yeah, and I don't want to give too much information because we're. But, but when he went down, he he told me he had specialists coming in from Raleigh, Durham, yeah. stuff like that, because that was when COVID first hit. He got over it months. Well, I won't say months plural. May it was. I can't remember. Um, but it was a while after yeah. he had the initial got over the COVID. Um, and then has all them issues. Yeah. And then, yeah, doctors were coming in to talk to him, look at his blood samples, everything. Yeah, I so, think as far as the vaccine is concerned, as bad as you gonna take it is or it's not, no, I'm going to ride it out. I was going to say, will, you didn't answer initial. No, I may eventually be able to get on board with I it. I want to wait and right see. Now. Like, y'all fuckers come out, out with that shit yeah. quick. I like to sit back and watch before yeah. I just jump on something. I haven't so. gotten it yet. I'm going to play the cards. Yeah, well, it's not available for us, right? They are talking. Um, supposedly, they're not able to give the vaccine to everybody. They're, they don't have enough hands to give the vaccine yeah. to who everyone that they need. So we have vaccines that are going bad. They are being thrown out. Maybe that's a better word. Works, talking it. But throwing them out. And so there's talks of trying to open it up. To give the vaccine to other people so that we're not wasting the vaccines. Uh, you know what? I know my work's talking about getting it by next month because we're essential workers. Well, I'm an essential worker at my workplace. And I don't give a shit. Yeah. But you know they're, what? They're talking about having it next month. I don't know if it would be mandatory or whatever the thing's going to be, but they're talking about having it by next month. What, I would be surprised. What really irritates me about all this, and it's just something that drives me insane, is you don't know what to believe, yeah. you don't know who to trust. You see all the videos, these people like spazzing and seizing up from this. You don't know if it's real. That's why you I say trust news. your gut. You have me yeah. Yeah, that's taking using pictures from something that's totally different right. years ago, yeah. saying it's part of the COVID now. I've I mean, thought about it. I know I my know. opinions. I'm a wait. I think you're I'm not going to say I'm never going to take it, but I'm a wait. I feel like if you sit back and watch 90% of the time, it'll pan out better. Yeah. I refuse to put anything in my body without some testing. And like, so I wonder how much of North Carolina has been vaccinated at this point. I'm not sure. So if mostly you, just health workers right now. Right. right? I know. I know yeah. a couple people who have been vaccinated. Yeah. If you think about the people that have had it in North Carolina, yeah, and then you think about the number of vaccines that have been administered, which I don't know the numbers, and I don't fucking feel like looking at it right now, but it's got to be. <clears throat> As overwhelmed as the hospitals have been, supposedly, like, according to the news stations you have, like, I was listening to it this morning. Like, at the high 90-some percent of, or yeah. percentage. Like, 98%, right? Yeah, of the uh, 
Now, this is not, when they say that, I don't quote me here, but I'm pretty sure they're not referring to every single bed in the hospital. They're, they're speaking of their dedicated uh, units. ICUs. They're dedicated locations that they have for COVID are, they, are, are becoming overwhelmed. Oh, shit. Yeah. So if you go into the hospital in the first three floors, they have the fuck empty you doing beds. Over there, Bob? I don't think that's what they're referring to. Well, I think it's crazy that a year later we're still talking about it. Almost a year. Yeah. And we're going to keep talking about it for probably the next year. It's been almost a year and we're still... Uh... Calls again to me where I can get on board with what you are talking about earlier. It's, it's all a... Not all. I believe it's a real virus. I, I believe there's real complications, real issues. Oh, yeah. But I think there's a big portion of it that's a control factor. It's a scheme. It's a... <clears throat> It's another thing. Well, it's easy to it's easy to use COVID or any type of thing like this. Scapegoat when you're using when you're losing lives. You know we've lost people to this virus, and God rest their souls. And I pray for the families. Yeah, but it's easy to instill fear into people and to come out with all this legislation just to fuck us over. Yeah, that's a. I mean, honestly, just like nine eleven. Yeah, they use nine eleven to to instill fear in people, right? And then, boom, you have the Patriot Act, and now we're all surveilled. Yeah. So what's well, uh my nephew? His he had a they're all quarantined, I think. Yeah, having issues because one of the dads he was right at fifty or not yet fifty, uh, passed away. Oh my god! Yeah, he he had COVID. Um. From what I understand, my, uh, my wife was telling me, he had COVID, tested positive, and it got worse and worse and worse, and he never would, like, go back. Right. He just knew he had tested. Um, and he had a few kids and his wife, and uh, they found him dead on the couch. Jesus. Mm. Yeah, the next, one morning, found him passed well, away on the couch. Yeah, they, they were initially saying that this is just articles that I've read now talking about covid being a uh an issue with your lungs right yeah um but now they're starting to say it could be more of a blood issue an yeah. issue with your blood what's well, uh the guy I was talking about he had your lungs uh, are just hit a blood infection yeah it's part of his deal um but also saying that story about that you know uh fella <clears throat> i want to make sure i'm not making lot of COVID, you know, it is a real yeah. thing. And no, we're not making light at no, all. And, you all. know, that, for me, that was the first, and I don't even know the guy, but it was friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah. But that right there, and I'm sure by the end of it, it may get a little closer, but that was the first one that was like, Close. oh, man, somebody yeah. passed away that at least somebody I knew knew. Um, so. I, I've know I know somebody who knows somebody that's passed, but yeah. I don't know no no anybody that's passed to it. But yeah. I also don't no no a whole lot of people that have had it. No no. No no. Come correct. Shana Shana knows someone that two people have passed away in her family. Immediate family. Oh really? Yeah. Was was uh with that family Not Shana's family, but somebody's family. Yeah. yeah. Was with that guy, you know, from what I've heard so far, more may come out. Um, he was healthy. He wasn't even, you know, he was either 50 or right at 50. Right. No, as far as everybody knows, no major underlying health issues. 
nothing like that. So, but then you got uh, that's why it's a weird. It's all the virus. It's weird, you know. Then you got like my cousin had it last week. Yeah, he had some coughs, some body aches, fevers. I mean, he basically had the flu. Right. Um, and then his he was still he did an interview Zoom interview with UT University of Tennessee still with a COVID, you know, mm. to try to get in. So it's where it affects everybody differently, I guess. What they talk about. Well, and that's the scary part about it is we don't know. It hits some people hard. No. It hits some people not so hard, but we have no idea And why. we won't know till we get it, I guess. I think a well, we won't vast majority of people will get it. Done before we're going to know it affects people like it does. I find it incredibly hard to believe that this just came from an animal. Well, you know I what I'm saying? They said it came from a lab. I don't think that's been publicly uh, released. I think that's a. What is the public? But, didn't they say it came 50, from a bat? 50. Bats. Yeah, I yeah. heard bats. Yeah, but then I heard labs. Like a bat soup. Fuck yes. That was the initial. It came from the wet market in Wuhan. You ever seen that wet market video yeah, bullshit? Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm all for respecting other cultures and not stepping over, overstepping bounds. But, yeah, my dudes. Dude, they rescued dogs from there. Yeah. Well, I'm not a. This sounds awful, and we'll get some hate. You know, if it's in your culture, it's a ritualist. Don't say it. I'm not opposed if that's your culture eating dogs. Uh, you know, they're an animal. It's all about the sanitation of the joint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I try to take an outward view. We view dogs as pets, part of the family. I definitely do. Um, love my dog. The only time I would eat her is in a post-apocalyptic situation. <laughs> I have told you both. I don't think I'd eat my dog. I, I'd eat Maggie. Together. If it came down to me and my kids surviving, I'd eat her. Maybe then. Yeah, kids involved. Um, but it is disgusting inside to see some of the videos, how they do the dogs and eat them. There's festivals and whatnot. But it's another culture. Yeah. They don't view them like we view them. Yeah. It's a whole other yeah. side of the world. Well, there's cultures that don't view human beings. Right. And people think that... Yeah, they, but we're all human. That's a little different. Right. I, I can draw the line there. Right. You know. But human they life, we're sentient. We're, but they don't. Yeah. They don't see it that way. No. Well, it wasn't too long ago in the U.S. they didn't see it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's true. What, 200 years? Not there's, that long ago, yeah. A couple people, generations. There's still people today that, that don't mm-hmm. see it that way. Yeah, unfortunately. I was in the barber shop Thankfully, today. Thankfully, though, I will say that's, that's a minority... I think it's a lot less pronounced. This now. country, I think it's the minority till you hear people talk. Yeah, um, it shows. It shows differently now. Because I, I was at the barber shop. It does. That's the whole you thing. It I shows mean? different because it's not just publicly accepted. It's, it's not culturally acceptable to go out and say certain things that you know is is not okay. Right. Yeah. But so if you, you listen it, to context clues or yes. certain, like say the I was at the barber shop today, old dude comes in. I'm getting my hair cut. Whatever. And he starts, of course, it starts with politics. Yeah, yeah, it always does. And it just keeps going. And I'm like, damn. You're like, we live in a small redneck town. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, we definitely do. And he kept going. And I was like, you are a backwards son of a gun. Well, yeah. it's like I was talking to somebody the other day. And they were talking about not being you know, racist at all. And then in the same breath... Said something about a house not selling because... Of the neighborhood. Because there's a bunch of Mexicans, and I'm quoting here. And I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. how do you say that shit back-to-back in the same breath and not understand what you're saying? <laughs> what the hell? 
Yeah. Well, that was like, you know, what I'm getting at with Aaron, you know, the things that guy was saying, and again, I'm very anti-divisiveness. I think we all need to come together. But if I were a black man sitting there getting my hair cut, I would have been pissed. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And I'm a white dude. I'm a young white dude. Yeah. And it was like, I'm not saying it was bad enough to raise hell in a barbershop in any way, but I would have got offended, like some of the things he was saying. I got offended anyway. But on a human level, you felt I still was offended. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I was still slightly offended. It's like, man, you're not coming out and saying it. Right. Some of the shit the you're saying. I think people do come out and but say But you're it. still a fucking asshole. And then yeah. I think people don't. They People are a lot hush-hush about it. Like yeah. you said, they and talk I, around it in circles. And what makes it bad, like they in my life. It. There it is. They imply it. Yeah. If you offend me. With something, not offend, but if if I start looking at you like, uh, that's pretty bad. Because yeah. I love comedy and part of right. that, you know, yeah. there, there's a lot in my life that I laugh at multiple Same. facets yeah, of we life. We can laugh at everything. We all do that. But we when I, yeah, and when, so, I guess in an ignorant way, there's a slight desensitizing factor there because it's just. Well, this is the product you know, of divisiveness. Yeah, but you're sitting there and you're like, if if you get to me to where I'm thinking, like, man, just shut up. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a. I mean, it's a, there's a difference in culture there with your older generation of people and your newer generation, younger generation of people. Yeah, you know, there there's a difference there in what we pay attention to and what we think is okay and what is not, and I. We're kind of in a middle ground right now, I think, and it's part of why we're having the explosion, I think, that we're having. Well, I think that, too, like, it's, you have to put some perspective on this. Yeah. We're in a small, like, we're in a smaller town. We are. Like, no. you know, if you go up to... Uh, I see a Confederate flag every day. Every right. day. Yeah. Every day. Somewhere. Somewhere, at least. Yep. It, it pops up. Once a day. I don't care if it's in the back of a truck or... Well, another yeah. thing Another thing that I can understand, like, with one other... Th- like, another thing of several that I didn't care for Trump on was he did, whether it was his fault or not, he emboldened a lot of people to say and act how the fuck they want. Right, and, yeah. and that's part of that. Well, and bro- they don't have to suffer the consequence... He he doesn't have to suffer a consequence Wait, no, he said like this. they would. He said this, you know, you're we're all adults here. You, you say and do what you want. It's your consequences. But that's not the case. It's not the same for everybody. Right. Trump Trump can say whatever the hell he wants and just get blasted by the media. Yeah. If you say it, there's a good chance you're going to get killed. Yeah, and my thing with Trump was, and just like with the Capitol and everything he's done, and that's part of that. When Trump first got elected, I was really excited. I'm not going to lie. Non-establishment. Hindsight's 2020, though. We're four years later. Right. And I, I lost my train of thought. Honestly, I did. Help me he, out here. He should have used his platform to bring people yes. together. Yes. Oh, that's what it was. You knew what you were doing. You knew what you were feeding. Right. Like, you He's cannot pull some ignorant, dumb bullshit and be like, well, I didn't know they were racist. Right. You know, in an inadvertent way, that's your... Even arguing... That's, that's your, your base. People. That's your base. That's your base, yeah. Yeah, even just to play devil's advocate, let's say, just to argue you, to just 
just because I can. Yeah. We'll say that Trump is the most loving person we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. There is not a racist bone in his <laughs> body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe... Maybe he's not. You we don't fucking know, know the guy. We don't, no, I, don't I don't know, know the guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't we just know the, the, the thing we see on TV. I don't think... And okay, the hold shit on. he tweets. Opinion. Yeah. I don't think he's inherently racist. Hmm. Um, That's... I, I think, I think a some, lot of it was viewpoints that are, uh, feeding flat. his base. Well, like, yeah. well, here's the here's what I'm getting to. Even if he's not racist at all, if you f- if you know that your base, uh, we gotta be careful. That's a slippery slope. It is, <laughs> but if you know if your base support is believes a certain way, and you throw little tidbits out there and feed it, guess what? That makes you part of right, it. But that's the whole thing. By not denying it and denouncing it, you're kind of part of the problem. Yeah. You know, I like Trump initially too, and then there are still aspects of what yeah. Trump has done that I like. But I think I, economically, I I still like that's, Trump. That's yet but. to be determ- determined. Typically, it takes a few years afterwards before we really see the implications of what yeah. he's done. Um, but still, everything being said, everything so this or that, this or that, that it's really not going to matter what he does or says or what anybody does or says right now. It's going to be what it is. And it, now, is, it is exactly what it is. I don't know. Right he was 50 50, but the whole capital thing just really put oh, a bad taste in he my mouth. He came out and said something earlier. I'm not saying I always agreed with the guy, but I could always kind of some roundabout way back him, if you will, or at least not denounce him well, as a president. There are other factors there. Where was the security at? Yeah. How many people called the Capitol Police well, and offered we had extra a, support and nobody, and they were declined? You know, yeah. why was that? It doesn't matter who was involved. Well, I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about the fact that it happened and who was where. I'm just saying he could have come out the day fucking before. Yeah. And said, hey, guys. Real quick. Y'all got your tickets out? Oh, did, yeah. is the it numbers came up. Oh, hang on one second, real quick before we hit the numbers. Fuck you, Read the Capitol Police. I don't give a fuck about politics. I got six hundred million dollars. Contacted by the FBI, the National Guard, and a couple other agencies. They knew it was coming. Yeah, for extra people to have the help that they were going to need, and it was they were told no, they didn't need any help. They got this. Yeah. Why? Why did that happen? Why? Yeah. I don't know. Who Read the numbers. Was behind that. I'm Let's get the numbers. Right. Ten. Hold on. I'm already out. God damn it. Fuck. 19. Uh, Still I'm, out. I'm out. 26. Fuck. 28. You're going too fast. I got wow, a lot of numbers. This is bullshit. I don't have a single okay. one of these fucking numbers. Yeah, I ain't got a number 50. yet. 50. work? Nope. The Megaplier number is 16. Oh, I got that. What? 16? I don't think you get nothing just for the Megaplier. No? If Probably you do, not. it's minimal. Yeah, like I ain't get shit. I didn't have one single number on this month. No, see, I got... 21, 34, 44, 56, 69, <laughs> 16. Yeah. Oh, Bullshit. well. That's out. Still poor. I'm still, I'm <laughs> mad. What so please hell? buy some merch, email us, <laughs> boost this thing up. I'm mad. Yeah, we it's need okay. to, Powerball's tomorrow. there's a winning ticket yet? No, uh, I probably just grew. Well, they should be able to see if the ticket's been sold. Yeah, they should. I don't think it has. As the numbers come through, shouldn't they be able to see that? It probably takes a few minutes. Shit, they got a fucking de- database. I don't think. I don't think they got. I don't know, sold. Trevor. I'm not the fucking lottery commissioner. I'm just. <laughs> I can figure it out. 
You got you can I actually should have came out a while back. Yeah. You know? It's eleven thirty. Yeah, I didn't on. have one single fucking number. I had a nineteen in the wrong fucking place. Yeah. It's... Told you. I'm just not meant to win. None of us are. Have you checked yeah. your numbers yet? No, it's in there on the table. You scared? You should go get it. I'm not scared, but I mean, you never know. You could, you might win. We'll Maybe. cut the, if we'll cut the cast off immediately. Nobody has like to that. Me. It's gonna be you. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be me. Bullshit. How many how many numbers did you get? Like how many tickets? I don't know. Oh. Uh, I did win, and this is a good story. Randy remembers this one, and it's almost my birthday. Yeah. Me and Trevor. Me and Trevor. Me and Trevor. February 11th? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Trevor have the same fucking birthday. Same date, same year. Same time. Well, not quite. It was like eight hours apart. Anyhow. (laughs) um, Full work day apart. Yeah, pretty much. On my 19th birthday, or his 18th or 19th birthday, so 10 years, almost 10 years, 10 10 or 11 years ago, me and Randy rode down to a local store. A little tobacco store, and I got a scratch off with some uh, a birthday mo- birthday money that I had gotten from my godmother. And back then we were poor as fuck. And you had a problem gambling. Yeah, I had a Let's problem. Let's be honest. With scratch offs back in back then. <clears throat> back they're then. addicting. Yeah. Oh, Garth had a problem. I had a problem oh, when I, I was like 18, 19. You bad. probably kept. I'm gonna guess two thousand or more dollars of. Non-winning scratch-offs in your truck. Yeah, it was a problem. Anyhow, yeah, I yeah. scratched one on my birthday. and Was it on your birthday? Yeah, it was. Hmm. Sure was. I didn't win anything on the first one. And uh, I was like, Randy, should I go and get another one? He's like, yeah, go get another one. <clears throat> so I went back in there, got another one, scratched off, won $1,000. It How was, quick did we blow that money? Oh, two days. <laughs> two days. <laughs> it, was it was gone. Yeah. It was like the blink of an eye. Yeah. Cartons of cigarettes. Mm. Shannon's thousand, Valentine stuff. Thousand dollars don't go far. Six hundred million, however. Especially yeah. not when you're nineteen, dude. Well, I mean, you I'm twenty eight like, and I can spend a thousand dollars in two minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Come come. You spend thirty five to sixty five. I guess, 000, but when you're nineteen, it's like you spend it on. St- Really stupid shit. shit. Yeah. Well, no, well, I think it taught us. Nineteen is a lot of money. Yeah. No, I think uh, we had the realization when it was gone in two days that a thousand bucks really ain't a lot of money. No. I remember. We don't go far. Nah. I remember those days, man. We were <clears throat> scraping pennies to get Taco Bell. Still in your mom's coins to get cigarettes. <laughs> getting her coin jar. And then getting cussed out for it. Yeah. Yeah. Not paying rent. Oh, we paid oh, we rent. paid rent. <laughs> we paid rent. She didn't pay rent after. We paid a lot of rent. We paid rent to her. It didn't make its way up the ladder. It went to Vegas. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. And we got, you know. That's a story for another time. That's some wild stuff. Yeah. We used to scrape damn pennies to get. I remember rolling up dry-ass grizzly wintergreen into a piece of paper. And trying to smoke it because we had oh, no Jesus. cigarettes. <laughs> the shit you do for a smoke when you don't have one. Yep. <laughs> Smoking marijuana out of a corn cob pipe. Yeah, remember Jesus. that. How about out of an apple? Yeah, I've done, I've done it too. out of fruit. Yeah. yeah, 
I smoked pot out of a lot of things. Cans were always what I used when I was a kid, and they were terrible. Bottle. I used a bottle. Oh, God. Water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Done it out of several different things, but, you know. Gotta do what you gotta do. I want to, man, I want hardcore to come. I want hardcore. I want shows back. People, fuck, man. Just, can we get rid of this virus shit? It's so annoying. Well, that's, I was just sitting here thinking, on the flip side, same mindset. Can we not just go and legalize? I mean, fuck, we got COVID. We've got all this bullshit. Bro, if you had marijuana legalized in every state, you don't have what happened at the Capitol. Not, not on the scale. Well, yeah, yeah. They want people to be fucking turned up and twisted up and <sighs> knotted. It just, it would have made this whole quarantining and staying at home orders so much easier. And that, yeah, and that's the way I look at it. Is I don't even consider marijuana a drug. In all reality, it's so minimal. Absolutely not. But it's so, when used correctly, life enhancing. Day enhancing, hour enhancing, yeah. Yeah. minute enhancing, wiener enhancing. Well, occasionally, <laughs> after you get past the peak and feel like doing something. But I just don't understand why plants illegal. I, I still don't. Never will. Well, I mean, DMT's illegal. No, natural. I got two words for you: big pharma. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know why. It's big just, pharma, and it's also just big government doesn't want us to be relaxed. They want you to be, they want uh, you to be knotted up and twisted. But up. There, there's also when used correctly, say, it's a good gateway too. Yeah, but there's also because, something to say with all that thrown aside, changing things being changed. We don't like change, so I'm sure that's part of it. It's been illegal for how long now, Randy? Furrow your fucking eyebrows fuck, at me. I think a lot of people are ready for change. I'm not. Saying I'm old people, lawyers, doctors. I'm talking about government. Look how I think well, government's just assholes. Been, yeah, maybe so, but look how long it's been illegal. So definitely, so. I had a guy. Stuff like that doesn't get you know, changed very easily. When discussing marijuana, even old folk these days are like, "Meh." Yeah. Okay, but I did have a Scott work. He Unless said, you're not being real with yourself yeah. at all. Well, you'd be surprised, <clears throat> and this is why I say that. There's a middle-aged guy, and we were talking about it. He's probably. Mid forties, late forties. He's big into politics, everything. We got talking about it one day, legalization, how it could benefit in so many ways. He said, Hey, listen here, feller. Look <laughs> at all these other states. Look at these liberal states legalized. Mm. When you gets the marijuana, you gotta give you guns up. <clears throat> that, that was literally his argument. Well. was like, well, they'll give you marijuana, but you got to get rid of your guns. And I'm a huge gun advocate. Huge. Second Amendment, the nons. But if motherfuckers smoked enough pot, you wouldn't need guns. Yeah. Not on the scale we need them. No. You need the one shotgun in the corner just in case. Right. The meth head came in. <laughs> <laughs> like the Chappelle yeah. Chappelle's kit. Yeah. Or he was it. Was it meth or heroin? I think it was heroin. Oh, it may have been. No, it was meth. It was meth. Was it? I yeah. It was heroin. Anyway, on any level, it just, man, it's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. It really is. And I also think it's something to do with, like, when you smoke marijuana 
or you do any type of psychedelic, you think freer. Yeah. They don't want that. No, your mind opens differently. Well, see, I hate the argument anymore. Or the, not argument, the, I guess you have to understand old people are slowly justifying it. The stigma? Yeah, breaking free <clears> the <throat> stigma. And the shitty 90s, you'll melt commercials right. type shit. Is, I hate hearing, well, I'm okay with medicinal, but not recreational. Why? Yeah. Fucking why? I can, I can legally, or I can... Go buy alcohol, yeah, and get to the point where I can't even think and get or behind move. the wheel. Of- I could get behind the wheel of a car, not legally, but not legally. You're brazen enough, right? Because that's what alcohol does. And then you go buy more. Then you kill a whole family, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, but you can't smoke a doobie and sit on the couch and watch TV and eat cereal. Marijuana I- also has been proven to shrink tumors, yeah. I've been in, bar, been in bars where they'll serve you till you're drooling in the floor. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's crazy to me that you have places that'll... Some places won't. They'll cut you off, but there's a lot of places that'll serve you till you're drooling. Not to mention the fucking revenue in God. marijuana. The revenue and, they would bring to these con- this country. Yeah, and it kills me. Look, I hope nobody hears this until we blow up and I don't need work. Um, I love marijuana. I love it. I yeah. enjoy it. But here's the deal. I'm not a, your stereotypical stoner, and people aren't. That's not what it has to be. No. You're still productive. Yeah. Now, granted, as much as I love it, you stay stoned all day every day and do it in excess, yeah, you're probably just going to sit at home and be fucking lazy. But imagine if you did alcohol in excess. Right. It's the same fucking yeah. deal. And I have. Like, I've done well, alcohol in excess. I, th- I, would argue, I would argue that alcohol in excess is Probably more destructive than marijuana. Way more destructive. Yeah. Way more destructive. Because you're going to find a way to hurt yourself easier. Others, yourself. Or others. I've done alcohol in excess. Nothing good comes from it. No. Anything in excess is is not good. No. Eating. That's self-discipline. That's, I guess, the problem with America. Yeah. Obesity. Obesity. Diabetes. In everything. Yeah. People can't just keep their fucking mouth shut. Well, you like what you like, and you just need all of it. But even still, even if you got those people, what's the worst that's going to come from marijuana? Yeah. You don't I give think a, a lot of good would come from it. Because you're not going to fucking and murder you, people for the money to buy it because it's non-addictive. And if you don't believe huh? us, if you don't believe us, go look it up yourself. We don't need to go through all the stats and data. It's all out there. Go look it up. Yeah, it's easy to find. I mean, it angers me. Yeah, sometimes it's when I sit around and really delve into my brain about it, I don't get too turn turn over it, but it is annoying. I think the part I get really angry about and upset about is I think I've said it before on the podcast that parents have literally uprooted their lives for to their help kids their kids medicinally yeah. to take them to a state where it's legal to get them help, natural help. That's upsetting. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. But yeah. ignorance is bliss, I guess. Yes. And even I sometimes, like, I like to smoke marijuana, like, every now and then, you know. But I would probably do it a lot. And I told you this other day. I'd probably do it a lot more if it wasn't illegal. illegal. Yeah. You know, and it's not that I have any qualms with it. It's part of the stigma still attached to me 
over being raised in a generation that it was completely, you know, talked down on. Yeah. You know, we were raised at school and wherever else, like, this is bad for you. You know, that's what it was. But, I mean, I was I started smoking it at a young age. Yeah. But like I said, them old commercials. Killer. Dare. Dare, dare doesn't work. No. Ah, f- they got rid of it, didn't they? Yeah, I think so, at least around here. I mean. All, all that did. It was like a. Remember made Dewey, people want to do it more. Well, yeah, you remember. Uh, what was. Uh, oh, fuck, what's his name from Step Brothers? Derek. No, not Will Ferrell. Uh, John C. Raleigh. Yeah. The walk hard Dewey Cox story. Yeah. When he busts in. You don't want to like, come in here. Yeah. This is cocaine, Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> well, what does it do? That was Dare. Yeah. This that is was black dare. tar heroin. You yeah. don't want no part of this. It's terrible. It'll make you feel great, but it's terrible. And this is how you use it, children. You know? Yeah, they showed you everything. Yeah. Don't share needles. Like, there is mothers selling their kids for this shit. But it Man, that makes me want to fucking do it. <laughs> Dude, it got me for years. It's like, uh, don't try it once or you will die. Right, yeah. It's like the episode of Family Guy where they the, the toad. Remember that one? If I went back to see it. It was an old one. Yeah. They were like, don't lick the toad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got in the school and stuff. And I think that was like a big thing in the 80s. And yeah. Stupid. You puff the reefer, you'll die. But You'll kill all your brain cells. And you'll be a vegetable. This is your brain on, on pox. On drugs, yeah. Your brain on drugs. Remember this? Before we wrap this up, you remember the cigarette commercial? Uh, it was one of those... Uh, anti-cigarette smoking commercials with the monkeys and they're packing the cigarettes. No, I can't say I remember that one. There was like a bunch of monkeys in a bar, like uh-uh. orangutans. Uh-uh. And they were just like packing they still, cigarettes. I'm a, we're all smokers. They still have anti... We're all smokers. Like I have to say that on the Smoke Break podcast. Yeah. Anyway, um, they still have some... They've gotten darker. Though. Oh, yeah. Like the one where the bitch, the female... Rips her skin off and hands it over for payment or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like, ooh, we've gotten dark. Or the cigarette was a contract. Yeah, and it took up so much of your time. Like, like get the fuck, get the fuck what, out of here. What are you yeah. doing? Actually, and you know what's crazy? I know there's people that advocate for vaping, and mm-hmm. we went through the whole thing back. Yeah, in we vape. 2015. But the whole the whole thing about that is there have been a lot of deaths due to that shit like Shayna, she knows somebody that their brother passed from popcorn lung popcorn what's it called cystic fibrosis yeah yeah hey i had two uncles one had terrible emphysema uncle goat yeah ended up suffocating you know died yeah his brother joe dean cancer everywhere yeah you know um think that would end up happening to mom she was getting bad in health right or not I mean, but that's, you accept the risk yeah uh, you do i know what could await me but I mean, that's the, that's it with everything though just walking out your front door but see that's why i hate the dare program and stuff if you teach properly like just lay it out yeah S- science this is what could happen right here you go here's the facts 50 50 yeah you may live to, I know people that have lived to, well, that my great-great-great-grandmother, 
112, 11. She dipped snuff. Pop. Yeah. He smoked and then chewed his yeah. whole life. So genetics again or whatever. Right. But lay it out. Here's what can actually happen. What are you going to do? Yep. What are you going to do? I can tell you what we're going to do. Don't bullshit me with propaganda. We're going to come correct. I d- you just took the words right out of my mouth, sir. <laughs> we're always going to come at you correct here at the Smoke Break Podcast. Wow. You like that, that one? That was a lot of energy right here. I fucking Dan. like it. You I Leah. like it. They lo- oh, movie of the week real quick. Ooh. Movie of the, movie of the I week. I don't think I've watched a movie. Before we wrap it. this up. Let me think. I haven't watched one. I, I'm just going to tell you the one I revisited, and I would mm-hmm. recommend you watching it. The only reason I watched it is because uh, Jeremy Johns, he's a guy I watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He does movie reviews, and he did one for this movie, and I've seen it before, and it is awfully depressing. It might be the most depressing movie of all time. It's called mm-hmm. Requiem for a Dream. You've told me about I still haven't watched it's it. It's got Jared Leto, yeah. Marlon Wayans, um, Heroin addicts. Yeah. yeah. And, and the girl. And then the mom was brilliant. I can't. Oh, my God. I can't remember her name. Anyways, it's one of those movies I recommend you watching one time. And you won't want to watch it more than once. No. It's just a soul sucker. I need to, because we do this, I need to set aside one movie a week and just watch it. Yeah. I just don't. I love movies, but I don't always just sit down and watch a whole movie. What's yeah. her name should have won an award for that movie. She was so good. And I have an Amazon. You can find any fucking thing on Amazon. Ellen Burstyn. She was so good in that movie. Hmm. But at any rate, that's a movie you need to watch. I'll check it. It's um, it's very depressing. It's probably the most depressing movie of all time. Okay. It's just disgusting. If I promise to watch one this week. That or The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is a must-watch. Okay. okay. It's a great one. Because we do this everywhere. i got to start watching some movies. But watch Requiem. Uh, is it like a rainy day movie? Like, it's great. Ooh. But you got to... See, Requiem for a Dream is one of those movies that... If you're already having a bad day... It's just going to make it worse? No, it'll probably make you feel better. Oh. Because of how bad... Oh. How you could see how, oh, well, life could be like that. Hmm. The mom gets addicted to um, uh, diet pills. Jared Leto and his girlfriend are, are heroin addicts and Marlon Wayne. And it's a whole thing. It's just, it's crazy sad. And it's hmm. just, it's a soul sucker. But it's also very enlightening, I guess, some ways. Love check it out. Requiem for a Dream, 2000. When it came out, so that's movie of the week. We are Smoke Break Podcast. Uh, come correct, come and correct. Um, every week, come every correct. week, every week. Um, Evil is going to be on Thursdays now. I wanted to shift it to just Thursdays because doing two episodes a week, it's not that it's too difficult. I just want to be able to put more time into one episode. Yeah, the, the writing process and the recording. So. Uh, just a little more quality for the time being. Quality over quantity. Um, and yeah, evils are out. All the episodes are out. You can find them on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Any final thoughts before inauguration 2021? Yeah, as far as that goes, no matter how, 
keep your shit together tomorrow. Yeah. Don't don't go around you. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Keep your shit together. We're all hopefully going to survive the next four years. We it's will. Not the end of the fucking world. We will. Well, we'll I mean, be like fine. you could die. Lord willing, in general, as a whole, you're going to survive. Yeah. Six five zero number just gone. Um. Yeah. Be kind. Trevor. Uh. Yeah. Be smart. I think that's the big, the best thing for tomorrow. Be smart. Don't let emotions overtake. Be make, vigilant. Let you make be vigilant decisions. And if you're in a big city, I mean, be very vigilant. Keep your eye out. Yeah, be very. It pays. Vigilant. You know, if you see somebody doing something stupid, maybe you should stop them too. Yeah. Well, I wrote something today, but I don't know if I want to read it today because it's it might be cheesy. Should I read it? Well, now you've spoke about it. Okay, it's so. real quick. Yeah, I, I felt like he was going to read it out the gate. I have a hard time it. reading my own writing. He wanted to read it. I have a hard, No, I don't know. I just like... Anyways. It, it, so, if I stumble over the words, give me a break. Um, so, this is what I... I just came up... This morning, I woke up and I, and I posted a picture on Instagram, too, about... Um, and what I wrote is, I think we'll be okay. We remember our past, but we shouldn't... <laughs> but we shouldn't make but it shouldn't make us pause our advance let's move past our differences we can disagree of course but pain and strife don't have to be a part of our discourse let unity guide us against a common enemy our current struggles will not prevail let's not stay on this destructive path of hatred Open your eyes, your heart, and search your soul. Are you unperfect? Yes, we all are. We will uh, mess. <laughs> we will mess up. I told you I had trouble reading. We will mess up, but let's not bring down our brothers and sisters. It is unfortunate as we are wired this way. We are a victim of our instinct to belong to a group and separation through tribalism. However, I feel. We can break the mold. We must, or we will break and crumble to the darkest of ages. Yeah, that was good. It just came up like, we're going to be okay. Unity. We'll be be okay. Yeah. So. We're all in this together. That's. that's, Yeah, for sure. This life is nothing without the people around you. So. Yeah. Come correct. Come correct tomorrow. Come correct every day. And we'll be back next week. This is a smoke break podcast. Oh. Changing it up.